Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another Electrician Live. My name is Paul Abernathy. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a great show tonight. Uh, tonight's show is a little bit uh, impromptu show. It means that uh, at the last minute, I decided to do it. Sorry about the headphones. Uh, I'm still working out some stuff. But um, most of my videos aren't going to have the headphones on. So when I do these, these shows like this, I, I like the headphones so I can hear what's going on as I'm keying things up. But welcome to the show. So today's topic, as you saw at the beginning, is going to talk about licensing and reciprocity. Uh, and doing the reciprocity, uh, it's different from state to state. Um, so we're going to kind of look at it from state to state. And there's a great website that we can utilize for that. And I'm going to make sure that you all know the website as well so that you can uh, easily on your own be able to uh, just go and uh, look things up and look at more detail. And uh, uh, Kadian, great to have you at the show. Appreciate you. Appreciate you joining us. Um Again, as we're doing this uh, here, if there's people that are listening on the podcast, obviously won't be able to see anything that we're showing on the screen, but I will try to express it as much as I can so they understand what we're looking at, uh, so they can uh, chime in. Uh, During the show, hey, Benjamin, welcome back. Um, If you're in a specific state and you want us to look up your state specifically for reciprocity, we'll do that and we'll try to examine it. But first things first, I have to, to give some... Some disclaimers here. Uh, first disclaimer being that the websites, again, I don't create the websites. And there's about three or four websites that, that I use and I share on my Facebook page. If you're not a member of the Facebook page, it's now open to everybody. Some people like that. Some people don't. But it's Master the NEC Exam Prep. So if you're preparing for an exam, that's the place to go. But if you're not, you still want to go chime in and join and learn some code. That's the place to go. We have the Master the NEC, which is just an open one you can go to as well. That's where I post most of the updates, and that's where I'll be posting things about these these shows that might come out of nowhere type of shows. Um, with that said, um, what I wanted to say was that the information, I can't guarantee all the information, but I'm pretty sure that this site, and you'll see the site in, as we look at it in a minute, and you'll see that it is a reliable source. And most all of the sites that I ever share with you are going to be uh, pretty reliable sources. Um, lately, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts uh, on electrical podcasts, and I think we have something special going on here with this Electrician Live. That's uh, you know, a lot of the le- the podcasts that I'm listening to are younger, and nothing against the younger, but you know, they're mid twenties and thirties, and all they want to do is laugh at their own inside jokes and just it's. In fact, unless you're just going somewhere to listen to comedy, that's not what I'm about. So I just wanted to check them out. And I think that I've been doing podcasts since 2004, believe it or not, back when it was a thousand mics. And and my stuff is a little more professional. I'm, I'm not going to sit there with the guest hosts or people that are co-hosting and we're going to crack jokes and, and cuss like sailors. Um, I'm nothing against whatever person wants to do, although you hear, you hear my dog. Um, he wasn't prepared. We weren't prepared for the show tonight. So they didn't get rounded up. So apologize for that. Um, but at the end of the day, um, all the information, you know, I want it to be a good podcast or a good series that we're doing. And I'm just not into that other 
crap, if you will. Um, but again, all the information I'm going to try to give you tonight is going to be accurate information, and we'll discuss it and look at it state by state by state and do it that way. James, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Um, many of you are familiar with my other podcasts or other shows that we do things on uh, about teaching code. Electrician Live is a little something different. We're going to have guest speakers, guest topics. Check out electricianlive.com and see all the future episodes that are coming down the pike. If you have any suggestions, please feel free to send them to us and we will dis- discuss them uh, and uh, create a show around them. So today's show was actually a product of a, a gentleman who email, uh, posted something on our YouTube channel about reciprocity state by state. And I said, you know what? Uh, I do have a resource for that. So let's do that. And that's that's what I did. So we put this together tonight. So, all right, so with, you know, let's go on and get into it so that you can we can kind of get, get going. So first things first, I'm going to tell you about a website that uh, can actually is really good content website here. And it's nccer.org. Whether you're familiar with it or not, it's it's a good resource, and I have other resources that I share on my Facebook page. But this is a good resource for for you. It, people ask me all the time and says, well, "What does Texas allow? What does so and so allow?" And uh, so, at the end of the day, you have to understand whether or not you have what's called reciprocity. Now, a couple of things that we'll talk about first. I guess I'll come back to me because I want to get I want to lay the land out here. Reciprocity is no guarantee that if I'm in, I'm going to use the states that I'm familiar with, that I'm in Texas and I want to do work in Virginia. If we have what's called a mutual agreement, and that agreement is that the state of Texas will observe your license in the state of Virginia, and it has to be a mutual agreement, whereas then the state of Virginia says, I'm going to accept your Texas license. But here's the thing. The only way you get, for example, Texas and Virginia don't reciprocate. And the reason is, is the licensing requirements for one state is lax than another. In other words, the certain amount of continuing ed credits or the certain amount of of number of hours you have to have in the field don't equate with the two states. So when their governors and everybody gets together in their licensing board, they don't come to an agreement. Now, when states come to agreement, there's a couple other things to remember. They will not always reciprocate with an equal license. Okay, So they might accept, a, and we'll look at them here in a minute, they might accept a journeyman's license, but they might not accept a master's. And that's what we're going to look at state by state. But remember, this website that I'm going to share with you, you need to jot it down and dig deeper because it does have links to get to the actual administrative site for the comp- for the for the state that you can get the applications and things like that reciprocation licenses or, or that all that stuff's available here. So I wanted to bring you that resource, but I wanted to be able to examine it and, and answer any questions. So the chats are open, and I just found out that do- donations are accepted. I don't know how that works because I can't see from y'all's end, but if you feel free to, if you wish to. Um, the reason I say that is because I've made a decision that every time somebody does donate, uh, I'm going to use that donation money to pay for sticker giveaways. So the small little stickers that I have like that go perfectly on hard hats, like that, it's a little two-inch one, um, I'm going to use that to so that if you email us, 
here at info, I-N-F-O, at Master the NEC. We'll send you a couple stickers, and I'm going to have the skull stickers, the wizardry stickers, our podcast sticker, not the big ones, um, and a whole bunch of different ones we'll send you in a package, and we're going to let the donations be what's helped support that. So if you want to support your other electricians in getting stickers and things like that, we're going to use donations to support that in, in our future things that we do, okay? Um, and so if you have any questions during this, this show, we're not going to do a call-in for this just post your state and your question when it comes to reciprocity, and we'll try to answer it. I'm by no means an expert on every state, okay? Um, so we're going to look at that, and I'm going to learn with you the same way, okay? Uh, yes, uh, and I want to give a quick shout-out to everybody in the room. Kaden, uh, Kaden, Kaden, I'm sorry, I'll probably tear your name up. Benjamin, uh, Arnaldo, James, LG, hi, LG, um, or your LG owner, you got an LG phone, uh, Troy, uh, traveling electrician. Thank you, Victor, for that donation. I appreciate it. Um, and what, what you'll remember is you're going to travel from place to place. So you, if you're going to be a traveling electrician, then if you, you don't want to have to go through licensure, uh, even when you go somewhere traveling, you're still going to have to submit something. Okay, You just can't just jump around. I wish there was such a thing as national licensing. Master electrician goods one state and good in the other. You would think about it. Code's code, right? But every state wants their piece of the pie. Everybody wants their little bit of money. And so I think if you did a national licensing but still required you to pay the state, I would pay. I'd pay that extra money if I could just go from border to border to state to state and use my license. But we're, you're not, we're not there. So, okay. So without further ado, let's go on and get started. And then I'll look at some of the, the stuff here. Uh, again, Eliza, thank you for coming in. Troy, thank you for coming in. Ben, thank you for coming in. Um, uh, ben, as far as knowing which states are hard to get a license, my solution to that, and everybody here knows what I'll probably say, is there is no substitute for an understanding of the National Electrical Code. Stop trying, let's stop making the tests harder, and let's learn the NEC, and then therefore all the tests become much easier. Okay, I know that sounds like a cop-out, Ben, but that, that's, that's how I teach people. Okay, uh, I know they are tougher in many states, and some of them, look, the code is code. So as far as being tough, code is code, okay? What makes it tough is whether or not they have a hands-on component, whether it's an open book or closed book, whether or not they let you have highlights in your book, or whether or not they let you underline things. All of the toughness is all relevant, right? Um, the number of questions, the hours that it takes you, they give you three hours, some give you four hours. Every state's going to be different, but I say fight that battle, learn the code, okay? A lot of people give me a bunch of crap about that and say, well, that's not hands-on. Some can do it. Look, you still got to learn the code. It's a basic gateway to getting any license. Whether or not you're the best electrician in the world or not, you still got to get past the same hurdle, right? Still got to get past that same hurdle, okay? My thing is I like to be motivated to people who are taking licenses, and I say, guys, throw out the hardness of the test, Learn the code. The code doesn't change. Okay? You with me? All right. So let's go look and start looking at some states, and let's work this thing out. All right? So we're going to work from the, let's work from the, uh, crap, we'll just work all over the place. Or you can make requests. And so the first request I guess I had is, because there's a lot of states here, there's 50. Uh, let's look at Arizona. Okay? We'll, we'll look at we'll give a we'll give a look at Arizona and see what it's what's going on. So we go to the states, 
Uh, and again, you can do this as well at nccer.org, O-R-G, for those that are listening to the podcast. Okay, so there's Arizona. And let's see a little bit of what we got going on in Arizona. A little bit. So it looks like in Arizona, Arizona does not license journeymen at the state level. Contact the county municipal authority for licensing requirements. Ah, now Arizona reciprocates with California, Nevada, Utah for the purpose of trade exams and licensing of contractors. Interesting. So what I like to do is I like to actually click on the requirement and make sure that this is everything's working on our screen. And I'll just jump around and we'll, we'll look a little bit and see what's what is what on these websites. So as you can see here, you can actually get to that state's administration and looking at their statutes and things like that. So um, I'm going to recommend that whoever needed to have Arizona, that they make sure that they go to this URL. So again, this is how it's going to run because it's just the way it, way it works with these states. So let me go back to the licensing map here for Arizona. So it looks like as far as the journeyman license, okay, there is uh, Arizona does not license journeymen at a state level. Okay, so it must be done. The licensing must be a locality level. Okay, but for sitting for tests, they do reciprocate for testing. Okay, so Arizona reciprocates in California, Nevada, and Utah for the purpose for trade exams and licensing as a contractor. So if you want to be an electrical contractor, some states don't even have master licenses, okay? They have contractor's license like Ohio. They have a journeyman and they have contractor license, okay? So they tend to go there and get their licensing that way. Um... Raymond, we answered that question, Raymond. The, and, and I put a thing out on my Facebook page. It says, the way it's written right now, I'm going to answer this question, guys, because I need to answer this question, because, uh, Raymond, you know the topic is about recipro- uh, reciprocity. It wasn't about this. We're not doing code questions tonight. But I'm going to answer your question again. If you bring a 12-gauge to a box and a 14-gauge to a box, say it's non-metallic sheath cable and it's in a two-gang box, Okay. The code currently, the belief is in the 2017 code that you'd have to bring them together the way the wording is, and so they'd all have to come together. I am one of those that actually disagree with the wording because it doesn't say together in the requirements of 250.148. Now, we know that in the 2020 code, in the 2020 code, they have written it in a way that it says those conductors that go with those circuits. So it has been argued and it has been supported, and we will try to clarify in 2023 that there is no plausible need to have to connect the 14 and the 12s together. Remember, the circuit conductors that are with the 12 gauge, all it's doing is trying to clear the overcurrent device back at the at, for the 14 gauge circuit. The ones with the 12 are trying to clear it. Tying them all together is not going to hurt anything, but it's not going to help. It's not going to do anything. If people want to say that that makes extra redundancy then again, we might as well do that everywhere. So if you want to tie them all together and have your pigtails, just remember the pigtail that goes to the circuit with the, the switch with the 14-gauge, say it's 15-amp lighting, that gets a 14-gauge. The jumper that might go over to whatever gets the 12-gauge, that jumper has to be the right size. You see what I'm saying? Okay. But I think the way you read the code now and the 2020 code, I think you could keep the 14s and the, sep- and the 12s different. 
As far as people ask me what I do, I just time all together because I don't think the code prohibits it. I think it's was in most people agree that that's the way you wanted to do it in the 17 code. But the 2020 code, I think it clarifies because it doesn't. Somebody submitted the word together at the public input stage. And, the, and we as a code making panel five said we do not want that. It's impractical. What happens? Here's my example, Raymond. And I'm going to leave this alone, guys, because we'll get started. What happens if I'd use that same rule, 250.148? No, it's okay, Raymond. If I use that same rule and I go, here's the logic, guys. You get this. And when y'all get this, y'all give me a thumbs up here. What if I did the same thing and it wasn't as simple as a 14 and a 12? Because that rule is not specific to 14 and 12. What if it is a cabinet? Or what if it's a wireway? And now I have the splices in there. And now I have a 4 gauge. And then I have a 14 gauge in there. Would it be practical to have to tie those together? Each one of them have their own purpose. Let's even make it worse. What if I've got feeders can be with brand circuits in a wireway? What if I have a 500 KC mill splice equipment ground and I've got 12 gauge in there? Is it practical to tie all those together? So sometimes we think about switch boxes and we don't think about the bigger picture. What about a wireway? Okay, so that's where common sense comes in. So, again, if you want to tie them all together, I don't think it would hurt anything. We do that in panel boards when we do it at a bus bar. Fine. But for your case, a 14 and a 12, I would tie them all together until we have clarity. But, again, 2020 code seems to believe that it can be separated. That word together never made it in there, Raymond. So hopefully that answers your question. Either way, I wouldn't fail you. Some jurisdictions might fail you for separating them, but then all you got to do is point to that in the code to say, where does it say I got to take them together? It says to tie the circuit conductors together. That would be the 12s is a separate circuit and the 14s a separate circuit. Again, what are we trying to do? We're just trying to clear a breaker. Why is tying 14 and 12s together going to help? It's not. We want the 14s to be together, the 12s to be together. Okay? All right. So let me move on. So let's see here. So we did Arizona. And Arizona, I'm just going to tell you, uh, Arnaldo, go to the nccer.org and download, uh, not download, go online and then click on Arizona. There's some documents in there that you're going to need to get because, again, Arizona does not have a licensor for journeymen. So that tells me that you have they have a licensor for a contractor's license, electrical contractor. And it means that they might have reciprocity. But it says that you're still going to have to take exams, but you need to de- to check it out. Again, I this is not going to be cut and dry everywhere, guys, so I apologize. I wish it was always cut and dry, but at least I gave you a resource, Arnaldo. All right, next one is Troy. Um, I heard Washington, D.C. and California are the hardest, but I've never checked my for myself. Again, learn the code. It's really not going to matter. Just just learn the code, and again, that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, Eliza, glad you're here. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Uh, Frank, California is tough, and they got all that uh, Title 24. And I shouldn't say crap, but it's, it's, how, I, it's how I feel about it. Um, but yeah, it's, California uh, is not just tough for exams, but it's just tough all around um, for some of their rules. Um, Kansas. Okay, Victor, let's look at Kansas. So we're going over here to Kansas. Right there. All right. Kansas. Interesting. Y'all must know this. Kansas does does not license journeyman electricians, master electricians, or electrical contractors. 
So check with the county and local municipality for more information on requirements in that area. Reciprocity. Kansas does does Kansas does have electoral reciprocity agreements with any other state. That is that doesn't make sense. So what we're going to do is uh, I'm not sure why it would say does. That's a weird one. Boy, y'all picked that. We picked some weird states right off the bat. So let's see here. What I want to did. I like how I say that. Let's see here. I think I think they meant to say Kansas does not have electrical reciprocity. I let, I let it know. I'll let the edit author let let them know this because they say right here Kansas does not license journeymen. But with that said. I think the easiest way to translate Kansas is probably like some states. You need to check per locality, uh, per city, that you're going to want to do work in that state. The reasoning I say that is because they probably will allow reciprocity or will allow you to at least take their exam. And if we got time, let me write that down. If we got time tonight, I'll go back over and we'll do a deep dive because I can do a deep dive on Kansas. Let me write that down for you. And that was for you, Victor. I have never let you folks down before, so I will make sure we'll get the de- more details on that. But that's interesting. Uh, there's a contradiction in that state thing. Now, again, I'm at the mercy of these people, so I found this resource. There's no way I would know all these states. That's why we're doing this together, and I really wanted to share the resource. And then, of course, I wanted to chat with you folks. All right, so, uh, Victor, trust me, I will get back to that one. Uh, it's going good, Raymond. I appreciate it. James, Tennessee. All right, let's do see if Tennessee. Let's hope Tennessee's not funky. Let's see what we've got in Tennessee. All right. All right, now, so Tennessee has a limited license electricians and contractor licensing. Okay, so they got that allowance, and it seems like they have, Texas has reciprocal agreements for trade examination waiver only with the following states. So, They are not, sadly, there you go. This is the kind of stuff we wanted to find out. Unfortunately for Tennessee, they will take it. And this is good for some people. They will take your license from Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, Ohio, and South Carolina. However, it seems like that's only a waiver to sit for the exam. But I can be honest with you, sometimes that's all some people want. They just literally just want to be able to take the exam. And when I train people to take code, I'm like, believe it or not, it's just, it becomes so easy. You're like, I'll take that exam. I don't have to worry about showing you the hours. I ain't got to show you all this. I can just show you my license that I'm proven that I passed a test. And then all of a sudden, you'll let me at least take your exam. So this one, it, it, while it calls it reciprocity, it's not true reciprocity. Because the true reciprocity would be acceptance of one and one means this state accepts yours, you accept theirs. So it's it's not a true reciprocity, but at least they, they have an agreement to allow them to waive, okay? So, so you have a waiver for the but here's the other thing. You can have the waiver for the for it says because it says Tennessee has reciprocal agreements for trade examination waiver only with the following. So they waive. I said that wrong. They're actually going to let you waive the exam, but I guarantee you, you have to meet their licensing requirement 
In other words, you've got to make sure that your your license in whatever state is equivalent. That means that you have a certain number of hours. They have to be like for like. Okay. Uh, And it says also here, electricians cannot operate in Tennessee with another state's license. Okay, so you've got to get a Tennessee license. Um, The Tennessee also accepts the NASCLA National Commercial Exam. I've never done that, so I have no idea what that is. Mm, let's see here. So here's their here's their phone number and their contact information. So again, you can reach out to them. And here's their website. Let's just let's take a gander at their website. Let's deep dive into their stuff. So here's Tennessee. Oh, a 404 era. Ah, huh. well now. Let's see here. Obviously, this one is not going to be as easy to maneuver. Select a profession. Let's look at it. Let's go to see if we can find locksmith. No, no, I'm not a locksmith. Mm-hmm. See what we got here. Contractors. Let's see what it'll load here, folks. Type of license. There you go. So limited. Licensed electricians. Okay. Trying to deep dive in here. In rules and regulations, license rule applications. Let's see here. Wow, my dog. My dog is loud. Okay. Ah, reciprocal agreements. Let's see. Reciprocal agreements, okay, guys, check this out. So here's what it's say, saying here. Again, we're, we're talking Tennessee still. Reciprocal agreements do not allow using another state's license in Tennessee, but does provide a trade exam waiver only. So there's an application you put in. You still have to meet all these insurances, but you can get a waiver. Okay, but you have, but with that waiver... And let's go to the agreement. I love when I, I love when we de- ah we got a got a PDF going on. Let's see what we got here. This is all deep dive, folks. Here's the waiver for Tennessee. The the following list of states with a trade exam waiver agreement with our Tennessee. There you go. So Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, and here's the different ones they allow, guys. So Alabama. They have agreement for general, electrical, residential, and HVAC. So here's all your list on here. Ohio, they got electrical, uh, residential, commercial, building, all that. So now, here's the thing. It says the reciprocating state must be the applicant's home domiciled state or licensed in one other participating states and have taken an exam comparable to Tennessee. For example, if you've taken an exam with the state in which we do not have an agreement, you may need to take Tennessee's trade exam. Okay, If there's not a trade exam required, then no need to apply for reciprocity on the exam waiver. That means if you have a state that doesn't require licensing anyway, then it's not going to do you any any good anyway. Um, 
Now, our reciprocity trade exam waiver agreement only applies to contractors licensed with our board of of licensing contractors and does not apply to our other licensing programs, home improvement, all that. So it only applies here. So the good news is if you have a license in one of these states and you're wanting to do the work in, in in any of these categories right here in the middle, then you can get a a waiver of reciprocity. You're still going to have to make sure that your license is equal, and then you would simply send in this waiver form. There's a waiver form on here right here in the middle. I don't know if you guys see it or not. Right here. This is the waiver form that you have to do. Okay? And here's the application for licensing that you'll still have to do. Okay, so let me go back because I really did crazily deep dive into that one all right so that was tennessee i don't want to do utah yet i'm gonna catch up with you guys in a minute so any of these right here again for the the contractor's license they have a limited license electrician that's all they have and they have a contractor's license okay they do allow reciprocity with the exam get rid of the license of the the exam requirement so that means that you actually still have to meet the hours everything has to be equivalent so at least reach out to them so there is hope there is hope for those in tennessee for these states okay so that would be at least some hope there i'm trying to catch up guys so just bear with me uh north carolina ben all right so let's look at north carolina all right now north carolina only licenses electrical contractors and offers 10 categories of licensing. <laughs> they sound like Texas. Texas has all these different licenses, you know, different categories. Um, and here you go. So we've got a link here. Notice it also says North Carolina does not require the licensing of journeyman electricians. That is scary. Uh, they don't have a journeyman's license there. So let's look at what we've got. North Carolina has reciprocity agreements with the following states. West Virginia, Virginia, Texas, I'm in Texas, South Carolina, Ohio, Mississippi, Louisiana, Georgia, Florida, and Alabama. Now, to what extent is that? We're going to have to deep dive. Here's our states. Reciprocity. Boy, they do it pretty nice. Look at this. I'm kind of... I'm kind of liking North Carolina. They kind of got their thing going on. Guys, if I'm not responding to your chats, uh, it's because I'm trying to catch up. I'll be, there in, I'll be there in a second. All right, so let's just look here and see now. The board may grant, oh, I hate that word, may, may grant licensure of the same or equivalent classification to electrical contractors licensed by other states without an examination. So that is true reciprocity right there. No examination. Equal, equal. Whether you're whatever your classification is, you can get an equal trade. The board has entered into a formal uh, reciprocal licensing agreement with contractor licensing boards of several states, whereby electrical contractors licensed by these other state boards may obtain a North Carolina electrical contracting license without the written exam. Well, I'm a big exam guy because I like exams, but I like the fact that they'll. They'll reciprocate. Now, just to kind of get an idea, I'm going to click on Texas, see what we get. This is nice. They have their own board for it. So for you all that are in North Carolina, this is a no-brainer. You simply go to NC. Oh, man, this is awesome. So here you go. 
So, Texas, the equivalent, if you're a master electrician in Texas, then you can get, they just have different, it equals a limited, intermediate, and unlimited. I'd go for the unlimited. That's all about the size of jobs you can do. And limited is is a certain limitation, and intermediate's a certain, but uh, you're allowed to go all the way up. You can get unlimited, intermediate, and limited. Um, Now, the North Carolina license if you're in North Carolina, the Texas license gets you that in North Carolina. But if you have a North Carolina license, then Texas is only going to give you a master electrician license, which is, to be honest with you, in Texas, it's the highest one we have. So we, don't, we have other classes, but in our scheme of things, that is our high one. So if you're in Texas and I got my license and I head to North Carolina, I can get a limited, intermediate, and unlimited. If I'm in North Carolina and I'm saying, yeah, I'm going to Texas, it's kind of what I did, then guess what? Then you can get a master's license. And that's, to be honest with you, that's pretty much all you want. All right? So anyway, for those that wanted the reciprocity for this, then there you go. There's your, your link. And so again, uh, I can't copy links in here. I don't know why that doesn't let me. But all you got to do is go to nccer.org and click on North Carolina. You can either do the drop down or whatever. Okay. So, but anyway, anyway, it looks, looks pretty good. You, it looks to me like all of those states are going to be equal for equal representation. Okay. They're going to have their own way of classifying it, but it looks equal to equal. So that's true reciprocity. I like North Carolina. That's going to help you. That's quite a few states that they have reciprocity with. I'm in Virginia and hey, if I, when I was in Virginia, I could go to North Carolina. I like that. All right. What's next? Uh, Western North Carolina is going to be the same. Not going to be any different there. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? That's okay, Raymond. Uh, let's see. Louisiana. I guess it would be time to say congratulations to LSU. Would that be the right time to say that for winning the national championship, I guess? Anyway, okay. So here we go. Louisiana. Now, Reciprocity agreements between Louisiana State Licensing Board for contractors and other state licensing board allows a contractor to receive credit in Louisiana for approved classifications held with the reciprocal board without taking the Louisiana trade exam. Okay, so I'm in lieu of the exam again. Oh, that's good news. Reciprocity also allows a company to be exempt for 60 days waiting period for out-of-state contractors, okay, then that means that I can uh, uh, actually exempt from having to wait, so I can get started at work if my company comes into a state. Um, I can, and I have the licensing and re- reciprocity, then I can get out of that that sixty-day waiting period for out-of-state contractors. Louisiana offers contractors license licensing uh, reciprocity with the following states. Now we're gonna have to look at this one in a second because it's not so much talking about. Uh, trademen is more this is talking about contractor licensing for contractors. If you're a contractor, I own a contracting business. I might be the master, but I own the contracting business. And now I'm going to Louisiana. I'm going to do, do work. It looks like they might have a waiver for that. So we might have to see if there's anything to, here's the examination endorsement. We might need to deep dive this one. So if I am a contractor, which is different than the tradesman, then I can go over there and I can work in uh, Louisiana. It has a reciprocity with Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, North Carolina, Ohio, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and Virginia. Okay, 
So it very much seems to me like this is a contractor license. So it doesn't look to me like it's journeyman can cross the line, that type of thing. This one looks very much contractor driven. Let's look and see what it says on their agreement. Page not found. Wow, they they simply don't seem to keep their stuff updated very well, do they? Um, let's see here. I'm going to back up and see if I can deep dive. I would assume that that information is still accurate when it comes to the, that type of thing because this, they usually, when, when you do an agreement like that, it, it, they don't usually rip those agreements. Those agreements usually stay enforced. So let's see if we can do a little search here and try to get some answers to that question. And let's say we got a Q&A here, so let's see if they make something, if they make a, a, a something states. Bear with me, guys. We're kind of doing this on the fly. We're learning each state. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert in every state, so. Mm, question. There's other con- there's other questions. Okay, I'm applying for reciprocity from another state. Okay, let's look at this here. Reciprocity. Okay, see, you can find stuff if you just you dig deep enough. We're still in Louisiana, and we had all those states. So, in Louisiana State License Board for Contractors has reciprocity agreements, examination, and endorsements agreement with many states. These agreements may allow the contractor to receive credit. For the trade exam, if the equivalent classification is held in the in the reciprocal state, once the reciprocal uh, reciprocity requirements have been met. Okay, so click here for out-of-state contractors seeking to obtain a, a Louisiana contractor's license using reciprocity. Okay, so here, so all these are just different. This is the one we want to click to see what it is because you're out of state. You're going to Louisiana. So here's they give us a little little thingamadig here, and I'm just going to look at it. Yep, contractors. Every this is all 100% contractor based. It looks like it's not licensing based. Here's everything. Yep. So this is classifications. Here we go. Boards, Electrical Alabama Electrical Contractors Board. Classification, electrical, yes. So they just do everything through the full board. And actually, this is all of theirs, guys. You could download this, and this shows you the reciprocity, what they can and what they can't do with every state that they have the agreement with. Electrical, there you go. Alabama, there's the Alabama Electrical Board. There's General Contractor. Uh, Electrical doesn't do it with California. (laughs) Georgia, yes. Kentucky, yes. Mississippi, yes. So that's for electrical. It does give you credit for that. Okay. Again, this is for general contractors, license equivalent. So it's not a reciprocity for journeyman or master, that type of thing. It's very much driven by the contractor's license. Okay. Anyway, there's the number to get in touch with them as well. Through this website. All right, let's see what else we got. That was a 
Title 24, Delaware. Okay, well, let's look at Delaware for Lead Element Outdoors. We're going to look at Delaware. All right, Delaware. Delaware's exam board issues licenses to apprentices, journey persons. Oh, no. I guess it was inappropriate to call them journeymen. They're now journey persons. Gotcha. Uh, master electricians, master electricians special, limited electricians, limited electricians special. We're all special. Master special and limited special licenses limit practice to certain specialties. Okay, so the masters and limited, the special one is, is special for like elevators and things like that. Okay. The license board also licenses electrical inspection agencies as well. Okay, so let's look at this licensing. If you currently are licensed in another state, you may, uh, you may apply for licensure by reciprocity. The requirements vary depending on whether, on whether any state where you hold the current license has licensure standards that are substantially similar to Delaware standards. Okay, guys, we're starting to see a lot more of this from state to state, and that is where if they will, if, if the state goes that route, it's actually saying, look, we're not going to set up a formal Texas would do this. We're not going to do a formal state-to-state thing. They say what we'll do is if you can show that your license requirements, your 4,000 hours or whatever it is for the, your state, is equal to our state's requirement, then we will do a reciprocity for you. And I actually like that. Um, but again, you could have a Delaware that has standards so freaking high that you might only have 240-hour requirement in one state, and you go to Delaware, and they're like, oh, well, we'll take you. But but we have a minimum of 4,000 hours or whatnot, or schooling and whatnot, and you're like, crap, how am I going to have to go back to school to meet that? So you got to meet all their Delaware standards. Um, and they also want to show that you have proof of practice for a minimum of five years after you got your license. Okay. So, you know, so there you go. So, and then of course they have their own licensing requirements. So there you go. There's some uh, requirements there for Delaware. Uh, but I like it. They'll, they seem to do, a, they'll do a, what I call that is a like for like. As long as yours equivalent in Delaware to their licensing rules, it looks like you got an opportunity. So if any of you guys want to run off to Delaware and you're in another state, just look and see what your hours are, your training is. Easiest thing to do, people, is when I went to Texas, of course, I helped write the exam for the Texas thing. So I don't want to get into all that. A little funky. But when I wanted to take the exam, they were like, well, do you have the hours? Well, of course, they knew I had the hours. But my Virginia requires more hours than Texas, so it was a no-brainer. So all I had to do is show the licensing requirement for the state. You just go right to the DPOR's website for Virginia, and it was right there. It said how many I had to have to have that license, and it exceeded what Texas's was. So all I had to do is say, here's a sheet showing what the requirement was in Virginia. I couldn't have gotten my license in Virginia if I didn't have a certain number of hours. And they were like, oh, well, that's all we wanted. So worked out. And that's what you might be able to do yourself. Uh, let's see here. Funky. Funky is the word of the night. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Victor. Uh, uh, Charleston, Zimmerman, Pennsylvania is all messed up. Different requirements for Philly, Pittsburgh, Scranton. Oh, yeah. I will admit. 
Philadelphia is a little bit can get a little bit wonky, uh, and I'll catch up on some of the posts here in a minute. But let's look here. Let's look at Pennsylvania. Okay. All right. We're going to look at Pennsylvania state licensing. Pennsylvania does not have a statewide licensing requirement for electrical craft professionals or contractors. You got to wonder why. Think of the amount of. I know I'm not going to get into money, folks. You know I don't want to. I don't want to. Hold on. I I got to change my thing here because you know what I got to do when we talk money, right? Yeah. So they could get a lot of money in revenue. And I don't mind paying my license as long as it means that I'm going to have a board that's actually going to take up for when people do shoddy work that don't have a license. As long as they're going to go after them, I'm willing to pay my fee. But anyway, you can, you got so it's very much based on municipality there. It says licensing requirements are a function of local and county municipal government. Okay. So some of Pennsylvania's municipalities have established local licensure or certification requirements for contractors. Or construction trade people. Okay, these typically these typically these requirements pertain to home improvement contractors, electrical contractors, plumbing contractors. Since Pennsylvania has no jurisdiction in this matter, the department mains, maintains no records concerning municipalities have established that have established licensure and certification requirements. In other words, they're like hands off, hands off. Okay, so they have nothing. You're going to have to do it and check your locality. If you're in PA, you just got to check it out and see what the locality allow. I guarantee you, though, if you have a license in one state and you go there and you have a license and you go to them and you want to work in that area, that they're going to they're going to take it. I mean, they might have a local exam and you at least got to ask, but you could have. I've seen something as small as a a 10, 15 or even 20 question exam a locality will give you. They'll be like, all right, just take our exam. Just take our exam. And we'll let you. And it might be so easy, but you already have a license, they might waive it. Okay, but that's local for Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ben, well, you do have a, North Carolina does have a good state board. They do things pretty well down there in North Carolina. I will say uh, the um, administrator for North Carolina is, is at least for the, is Alan Parrish. And Alan Parrish is a top-notch dude. He truly is. He's a really great guy. Wonderful guy. Uh, let's see. This is a fun topic. I've seen maps on this that almost makes it kind of an art moving across the nation. Yeah, it's yeah, it can be messy. I tell you what, though, NCCER does a pretty good job because some of this reciprocity stuff can be pretty tough. Uh, ben. Ben says, Unlimited is our highest license in North Carolina. Yep, just like our masters. Absolutely. Desmond. How many times can I take Yexus training? <laughs> um, you know, um, Desmond, I, I actually, the all thumbs like me. I actually think that m- most people that you can take it, that once you fail it, you can take it the very next day. I think what happens is you put in f- to take the test. You have one year. After a year, you have to submit over again, but then you just start taking the test again. They'll take your money. Some tests, they do live, limit you, but Texas does not. Uh, but you do have to, within a year, you have to get that license or you have to resubmit again. But but who cares? You just, you pay the money. You, know, you just have to sit, submit the paperwork again. That's really all you have to do. Uh, I encourage people that fail an exam, just as a tip, if you fail the exam by one or two points, immediately schedule that exam again because there's a good chance you are not going to get the same questions again. 
I'm just telling you, for somebody who writes exams, they usually have a bank of at least 1,200 to 1,500 questions that they can cycle through. You're going to get some of them like that uh, three-phase, four-wire where you actually have a single-phase range that gets connected to a three-phase system. That's going to be on most all exams, I mean, because that's just pretty low-hanging fruit. All range calculation, all that. But if you miss it by one or two, get your butt back in there. Get your butt back in there. Reschedule it. It's only money, right? <laughs> That's what mom used to say because we didn't have any. Um, Nebraska has more. Okay. Nebraska has more what? Let's go look. We'll do that one next. Nebraska. So we'll go into Nebraska. Oh, the more numbers. Oh, I know what you're... Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Nebraska... And here's the website, guys. So all the detail. Everybody always asks me where to go to get stuff. This is a good link to get stuff. Even though some things are 404 error, it's, you know, hey, you got to remember, this is some serious stuff um, that these people, uh, and oh, also also on my YouTube, um, not the YouTube, on the Facebook page, I'm going to do a new post after this, and I will post all of my links to the websites that I think are beneficial. There's three of them. All together that you can find out every single thing you need to know about your getting your license, whether it's reciprocity, the exam, the hours, everything. I will give you guys on my Facebook page the definitive list, okay? That's my gift to you. Now, Nebraska. Nebraska licenses both journeyman masters just like they do in Virginia. Virginia has a journeyman and a master. That's all they have. Uh, okay, so they have the details. So they do do it. Now, reciprocity. Nebraska State Electrical Board has reciprocal licensing agreements for journeyman states of the following. Uh Uh-oh. Only journeyman. Hmm. We might have to look at that Nebraska website here in a second. This is very common. Some states don't do the reciprocal for the masters, but they will for the journeyman. They want to make you test for the master uh, because the master uses the one that's the contractor that pulls the permits and all that kind of stuff. Let's look here. Okay. Um... Now, there's a caveat here for Nebraska. The applicant must have passed a state examination in order for the license to reciprocate to another state. So that would suck if you're in PA and you got a locality license and you want to go to work in Nebraska, you're crap out of luck because they're not going to reciprocate any state that doesn't have a license. And I would venture to say that they're not going to put any value mount on it, whether or not 4,000 hours versus 3,000. Oh, North Carolina's test is harder because it's, you got, uh, well, the process is harder because you have to have 4,000 hours of hands-on, whereas Nebraska only allows, only requires 2,000 hours, so you have to work longer of that in-the-field experience to sit for an exam or something like that. I don't think they're going to do that here. I think they'll just take a state-issued license, one for one. Whereas some states like Texas, and I told you in Virginia, they, they don't have a reciprocity. So they want to make sure every, you know, like other states, they want to make sure the license is equal. Um, so Alaska, Colorado, I don't know what the asterisk is for. Well, it's down here. Minnesota, uh, New Hampshire, North Dakota, South Dakota. Who wants to wake up in North Dakota? South, uh, Washington, uh, that's Washington State. Uh, Arkansas, Indiana, Montana, New Mexico, Oklahoma. Notice Texas is not even here. Give me a break. And the reason is Texas does not like to reciprocate unless you have an equivalent license that's equivalent to theirs. They just won't do it. 
um, Utah and Wyoming. So what's that asterisk? Says the Nebraska State Electrical Division reciprocates with these states for electrical contractor licenses. Ah, so they have a journeyman and they have a master and they obviously must have a contractor's license. They don't reciprocate except for journeymen's on all these states. However, the ones with the asterisks will reciprocate if you come in and your state has a electrical contractor license. And let's use Ohio, for example. It's, it's not here, but uh, I'm using Ohio, for example. They don't, they don't, they have a journeyman. They don't have a master's. They only have what's called electrical contractor's license. So if I'm in that state and I have electrical contractor's license and they had a reciprocal here, then they would be able to come in and I'd be able to get a electrical contractor's license here because that asterisk on these specific states. Okay. All right. Uh, what was that? Brandon just subscribed. Thanks. God, y'all get these little things that pop up when you donate or you subscribe or you do something. I, I don't know what it is. I'm just, I'm, I'm learning this new system we got. So it is pretty cool. I will admit. All right. So there you go. There's yours. Uh, deep dive. I don't know if it's necessary to deep dive, but again, Here's the application. Let's just click on it. Come on, we're having fun. Where do we, who are we doing again here, guys? We're doing Nebraska, right? Yes, Nebraska. Okay, boom. Reciprocity. Oh, check this out. You have to also have received a 75% or greater on your state exam if you wish to reciprocate. And you have to have 8,000 hours in Nebraska. Wow, so they're going to reciprocate with you? But you got to have at least 8,000 hours in Nebraska. Wow. Hmm. You also have to have the issuing state has no record of, of your exam. Uh, uh, if the issuing state has no record of your exam, it will be rejected. Dude, they're hard. They are hard. Whew. But there you go. It, they will reciprocate. But they're going to expect you to have gotten at least 75% on your, on your exam. And they want to make sure that you've been in the state long enough to get 8,000 hours. Whoo. Mm. Okay. That's a, that's, that doesn't necessarily sound like reciproc- reciprocation to me. <laughs> Just to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Um, yes, Troy. Journey person. Because we don't want people offended. <laughs> All right, let's see. Lead element. Okay, I'm licensed in New Jersey, and you can get a license in Delaware if you have been licensed in New Jersey for at least five years. Awesome. So let's look at that real quick, uh, lead, and let's just kind of make let's check these people, and I'll get to everybody. I promise. Um, let's see here. You're licensed in Jersey, Delaware. So let's let's go look at. For those that want to look, let's go look at just, no, let's look at Delaware. Oh, okay, Delaware. Delaware, Delaware Board of Electrical Examiners, it's kind of funky, look, everything's capitalized, and then you get to the E, and in, in a, in a, in that's a lowercase. Come on, what are they doing? Yeah. All right, so the Delaware Board of Electrical Examiners issues licenses to apprentices, journey persons, master electricians. Did I just do this one? Didn't I just do this one? Somebody tell me I just did this one. 
Let me look back. I did do Delaware already. Okay, I'm with you, lead. You're good. You're right. Okay, good. We're going to leave that one. I already did that one. Uh, Caleb, I'll be moving to Pennsylvania as a journeyman in Nebraska, but it's only for a year. Is it even worth me getting a journeyman's if if I'm only there for a year? All right. Are you ready for my answer to that, Um, Caleb? Let's think bigger picture here. I'm going to give you some wisdom that I give that 30 plus years in the industry, I'm going to give a, a young trade person. I said trade person. Did you hear me? Troy, I said trade person. I don't want to offend anybody. So trade trade person. Um, so let's look at it this way, Caleb. You're going to be there a year. But if you can put in the time to get your license in that state, remember they have reciprocity with other states. So wherever you may go, you can utilize that reciprocity, okay? Whereas you can't, and Nebraska's not going to use your Pennsylvania. It's because they don't have any state licensing. So they're not going to use yours. So you literally have to work out there. you got to get your hours. Uh, you're going to have to take the exam. Uh, when people ask me, is it worth it to get licensing? My answer is that it's always worth it. I get licensure in any state that I'm in. Now, I'm not a, what's called the key holder for a big company where I get licenses in all these different states and I'm the holder of the perm, of the license. I just get them in the states that I'm in. So when I was in Virginia, and I've been a master electrician for almost 30 years, I got you know, mine. I helped write the continuing ed requirement for Virginia to make it a little harder, uh, but not too hard. You just sit for a test or sit for the thing. Um, but when I moved to Texas... I wanted to get into Texas as well. Now, of course, I helped write the exam, so I have a little bit of a problem because I'm a little, I'm a little bit knowledgeable of things that are on that exam. Uh, I should say. So I had to get, so, so I had to get special permission to do that. Okay. Okay. I had to get special permission, and once I got permission from the state, then I went and sat for the exam. And what was amazing about it is, it was almost the easiest test I've ever taken. Some of those questions even look familiar. I don't know why. I have no idea why. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, and I'll catch the guys, the ones that you didn't ask. I'll go still catch those other states because I just wanted to cover y'all because y'all are here. You look, it's important to me that you took the time out to come here and be with me. And I, everybody that knows me knows I appreciate every one of you. And so because you took your time, to come here, I want to make sure I covered your states first, and then we'll look at some other ones. Uh, let's look at some questions here. Why, why, oh, Charleston, why is, is Pennsylvania like that? It says because it's a commonwealth. Uh, but you know what? Virginia is also a commonwealth too, Charleston, so I don't know if that's altogether the case, but Virginia is a commonwealth of Virginia, uh, and they have masters and journeymen, and they do reciprocate. In fact, we'll look at Virginia in a second. Uh, Benjamin, Texas, three tries only in one year. After that, you have to wait for the next following year. You know what? You know what, Benjamin? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to double check that. I'm gonna. I got Victor. I'm checking Kansas after you know and posting something on, and and also Victor. I'm gonna post my results for Kansas over on our Facebook page for you. That's where I'm gonna put it all there. Uh, and then I'm gonna check again Texas. Now people would say, well, Paul, shouldn't you know Texas? Look. Here's my thing. When I train people in Texas, they don't fail. I'm just saying. They might take it twice, but that's all. 
Fast Tracks, you won't fail. If you follow all of Fast Tracks. Um, but I'm going to check that out, Benjamin, because that would suck. But three times, you should be able to get in three times. But I say, if you're in Texas and you take it once and you fail it, reach out to me. Uh, and we'll do a little bit of one-on-one. Um, and then uh, and you take it the second time. And uh, we'll help you through it. Uh, Jer, uh, Jer, I'm super glad there are electricians like you and... Uh, I think that's a private message to me. I'm still learning the system, but uh, Jer, uh, I appreciate you, and I appreciate that uh, uh, nice compliment. I do appreciate it. Um, ben, not sure how to compare a journeyman's license to what I'm familiar with here in North Carolina. We have limited, intermediate, and unlimited, yes. I can kind of tell you a little bit, Fusion subscribed. Thank you for subscribing. All of you, hopefully you subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can get notifications of all these impromptu trainings. I got a bunch of them scheduled. They're going to be all kinds of wild topics. Okay. Nothing's off the table. All right. So I'm going to tell you what I think, uh, Ben, uh, being my experience with the folks that have tested in North Carolina and the fact that they reciprocate very well with Virginia. I'm going to tell you that the unlimited is equal to the master, as you know. And I'm going to say the the limited and intermediate are probably both on the low level, high level of a journeyman. Okay? That's what I think it is. Uh, it is. Uh, in good vibration, thank you for the donation. I appreciate that. It definitely. Now, all donations are going to go towards the shipping cost to send Anybody here who sends me an email at info, that's I-N-F-O at masterthenec.com, you're going to get some stickers, okay? There you go. Look, it popped up on the screen. Um, you're going to get some stickers, but we're going to let the donations, your fellow craftsmen are the ones that are helping pay for the shipping. That's awesome, all right? And another neat thing i got to let you all know about as I go through the next states here. Um, we're going to be doing a giveaway. We're getting sponsors for the show. I've got, y'all might have heard my podcast that I did with Solid Ground Cords. Hey, if you're an electrician, those are freaking way out awesome freaking extension cords, dude. I mean, they are just freaking wacky. You don't think I don't get excited about a extension cord, but I'm getting one too. And I've been able to, I didn't want to tell the founder that I've had my hands on one already because I'm a little bit obvious dubious when people do videos and make claims and, and stuff. So, but and that's why I reached out to him. I was impressed with it and I was impressed with the guy. Uh, and uh, we're going to be giving one of those away. And I will have more details on that. Maybe I'm giving two away because he's sending me one. And again, I, maybe I'm just so excited to promote it. I'll give one away. But stay tuned. We're going to do a special show for that. And and we'll, I'll show you how we're going to do that. All right, let's go back again. Thank you for the donation, Mr. Good Vibration. Uh, let's see here. Ben, any insight on that? Uh, oh, that was about the licenses. Um, again, I think that the intermediate and limited are pretty close. Limited be on the low side, uh, more like a, an advanced apprentice. Intermediate's definitely in a journeyman wheelhouse. Again, once you learn how to do exams, it really doesn't matter. That's my old saying that I'm going to tell people. Just get proficient with the exams, uh, and uh, you're not going to have a problem because they're all based on what? The National Electrical Code. Keep it simple. Don't make it complicated. Study it, and you'll get it. Uh, Utah. All right, I was just out in Utah. I got a good fr- a friend of mine out there who's an amazing educator, 
Ryan Jackson, who lives out in Utah, great guy, uh, does some really good stuff, good teaching, uh, super, super duper 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 good guy, uh, has a YouTube channel too and a Facebook page, check him out, he really wrote some books for some IC, so he's, you know, so uh, does some good stuff. Okay, Utah, Utah requires electricians of various types to be licensed in order to perform work in the state, okay. Pretty much. Oh, again, guys, remember, go to nccer.org and you can see all the stuff that I see. And you can get links to the test, uh, the place where it gives all the information about the licensing. So you can deep dive it on your own. That was the most important thing about today's thing. All right, reciprocity. Utah Division of Occupational Professional Licensing will reciprocate only specific active contractor license classifications. For the following states, and I'm going to read this statement here. Arizona, California, what? We got one that are out to reciprocate with uh, California. That deserves some applause. We definitely have one that will reciprocate with California. There you go. That's a rarity. Louisiana, go LSU. And Nevada and South Carolina. Okay, so here's some reciprocity. It's very limited, so let's look at their reciprocity statement. So here's their reciprocity statement. Looks like a bunch of words. It says, Utah offers a licensure pathway known as licensure by endorsement. This often is confused with reciprocity. So they don't do reciprocity. They do endorsements. Utah does not provide for contractor license reciprocity. Ah, so you're a contractor, not just a tradesman, you're a contractor. You go, you can't get reciprocity for the contractor's license. Ah, okay. All right. Makes sense. All right. Now, all applicants for licensure of endorsement must be a resident. So you must establish residency there with a permanent home. Wow. Now, this is only good if you're going to move to Utah, for example, and you're going to plan to stay there and live there, and you don't want to go through the licensing, then there you go. I mean, that'll work out for you. You know, okay? Uh, You got to have a home in the state of Utah. Non-residents are not eligible for an endorsement. Now, a license by endorsement may be issued to a resident who's been licensed in another state or foreign country. What? What? Where either, number one, the education, experience, and examination requirements of the state, district, and territory of the United States or foreign country at the time of licensure was issued was substantially equal to the current requirements of Utah. Ah, so the endorsement for those states only apply if it is substantially equal to the current requirements of Utah, whatever the Utah requirements are. Okay, that's that's good to know. If the applicant demonstrates that the prior license is substantially equal to the current requirement in Utah, and that would mean whether or not you have to have 4,000 hours or 3,000 hours or whatever you got to have. If you have it and it's considered substantially equal, then there you go. Certain contractor classification tests may be waived for the qualifier and experienced from that state may satisfy Utah's experience requirements. Okay, so it might have a requirement to have a certain amount of experience, and you can use your contractor classification 
to qualify for that. Or what's the second option? After being licensed outside of the state, another state, you may at least uh, you have at least one year of experience in the state, district, or territory of the United States where the license was issued. Say I'm in Virginia and I'm going to Utah. As long as I have, I've been a license for at least a year. Okay. Uh, and the resident demonstrates they have the education, experience, and skill necessary to demonstrate competency in the occupation or profession for which the license is sought. How they determine that, I have no freaking idea, except if you have a license, I would say probably would get a letter from whoever you worked for or letters from people you've done work for in order to demonstrate. Usually they have a form that you would fill out that would do that, okay? And uh, it says it is the responsibility of the applicant to demonstrate that the, that the requirements to obtain their original contractor's license are substantially equivalent to the requirements of Utah's education. So here's what you do, really. You look at what the education requirements were to get your license in your state, the number of hours, experience, because most states you have to have a number of experience hours, and see if they equate to Utah. And then if they do then you can use that as an endorsement for your contractor's license. That's interesting. Okay. Now, although this is not exclusive, Utah has determined that certain license classifications and their examinations, and this is, the res- this is how they do the endorsement, Arizona, California, Louisiana, Nevada, and South Carolina are substantially equivalent to Utah's classification requirements, please click here to review the chart of the application. Okay, so these states specifically, guys, so if you're going to Utah and you're trying to do what's called an endorsement and you meet all the other rules, I mean, you live there permanently and you're going to move there. If you're from Arizona, California, Louisiana, Nevada, or South Carolina, then you can get what's called a substantially equivalent and let's look at the chart and see what we've got. All right, so here's the endorsement for the contractor, if you want to get the contractor license. Pathway to endorsement. We just, we just saw that. That was no different. Utah rules. And here's what it just said. So there's got to be a, I would think there's a chart somewhere. They're not going to give me a chart? Man, they misled me. Oh, here you go. Here's the, Okay, here you go. Here's your equivalent chart, guys. So if you're in Arizona and you have the commercial license A, A17, B1, whatever, uh, or these, then they're equivalent to the E100, B100. That's a, that, this is their their electrical okay contractor's license. So this is contractor equivalency. Okay, that's a reciprocity for their contractor's license. So the question is, if I'm a, a journeyman or a master's and I want to do work in that state, mm, it, it looks kind of it's kind of wonky on how they. Allow that. Where was I at? Utah? Let's go back to Utah again. There we go. So here again, contractor licenses, active contractor license classifications. So there you go. They kind of, uh, if you want to be the contractor's license, they'll do, they'll, they'll kind of have what's called an endorsement. But that's for your contractor's license. So if I'm a contractor in Louisiana, I'm an electrical contractor, then I can get my equivalent and become the electrical active electrical contractor in Arizona, and that would allow me to do the work. So it sounds like that state is not harping on classifications as far as 
as being a um, a master journeyman. It's just when you qualify, you sit for the exam, and you become a contractor. If you're in another state and you come in, they will let you just simply jump right into being an electrical contractor. But you have to be a contractor in another state. If you want to know what it requires for the uh, individuals, I don't know what the, the requirement is for the individuals in that state. And let's see here. Oh, you know what? Let's do this, folks. Hold on here. I don't know if you can see this. I'm going to do something different here for you guys. And let's see here. Let's see. I'm trying to. Let's see here. Hold on. Um, hold on here, guys. I'm, I'm looking for something that I forgot that I had, and I want to share it with you folks. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Bear with me. Hang in there with me. I will get it. Here we go. So here's the other one, guys. This is electricianschooledu.org. Okay, and here's the and I wanted to, the reason I wanted the, the licensing guide. I wanted to show you this because it also has a map. In case you guys didn't know this, so electricianschooledu.org. O-R-G. You can get this state-by-state licensing requirement. This is cool, too. So we were in Utah. So if I click on Utah, here's what they get. They have, they have a journeyman's license. They have a master's license. They have an electrical contractor's license. I should have done this earlier, folks. So they don't have reciprocity for these. But if you come into the state and you're a contractor, which is require you to, to, to it says you must pass the written examination to, to, and employ a master electrician, if you already have an electrical contractor's license in one of those states from Utah and you in, in our other state and you come to Utah and they're willing to give you an endorsement as an electrical contractor, then to me that means it waives the master license requirement. That's a good deal. I like that. So there you go. I should have looked up those other states, guys. Now I did forgot about that one. So make sure you write that one down. Electrician. Uh, that one is electricianschooledu.org. You can see everything <coughs> in here. Now, I should say, let's let's real quick look. I want to look at the Delaware. Apprentices are not licensed in Delaware. Journeyman, and let's call it, that's what they call a, a master electrician limited. And then they have a master electrician general. And then, of course, here's that is that contractor license too. So these two will work good together because you look at your reciprocal state and then you can go over and look at the licensing requirement. And anytime they're telling you that they're going to give you the contractor's license, then they're not giving you the master's or journeyman. But if it requires you to be a master, to be the contractor, and they're going to give you the contractor's license based on you being a licensed contractor in another state, I'm going to take that and run. I'm just saying, you know, they're not going to require me to take any test, you know. All right. Let's go to the next one here, folks. Um, Did we go over Florida? Christian, I don't think we have done Florida. So let's look at Florida. It's this little piece down here. Okay. Florida does not license journeyman electricians, and we're going to check that. We're going to check ourselves here in a minute. Electrical Contractors License Board is responsible for licensing and regulating electrical contractors. I do know that to be true. 
Certified state contractors can work statewide while registered state contractors can work regionally. Okay, so if you get you can become a state contractor, uh, you can work statewide or you can get registered regionally, I reckon. Now reciprocity. Reciprocity? Hold on. I haven't drinking a thing tonight, so why I'm tongue-tied, I have no idea. Okay. Now, reciprocity. Florida does not... Ooh, this sucks. Florida does not have reciprocity agreements for electoral licensing with any other states. God, do I have something that's terrible to play for that? That's like... This is for you, Florida. Come on. What are you, something special down there? I'm just saying. Okay, so now let's go look and see what it says for Florida. Let's check them out licensing-wise. Again, folks, here we go. Okay, journeyman, no statewide license. They're licensed through local jurisdiction. That's got to suck. Apprentice, not licensed. Electrical contractors, no state-level exam is required for registration. Must be registered with the state unless certified. Registration, uh, registration permits contra- contractors to engage in con- contracting only in particular areas of municipality contractors, as we saw that before. Okay? May, uh, contractors may obtain an optional state license through the State Electrical Licensing Board Specialty Contractor License. Okay, so you can get it locally, or you can get a statewide. In other words, you could get regional, take a test like Broward County, I guess they have one, and you take it, or you can get a statewide for alarm contractor, lighting maintenance specialty, sign specialty, residential, uh, residential wireman, I suppose, Um in uh, limited energy and utility line. Go figure that. So, no journeyman's, no apprentice licensing. You have to be an electrical contractor. You have to fill the paperwork out. You can get your. You can pay each locality that you do work in and get your license that way. They might have some localized testing that you have to do. Or you can opt for the statewide licensing. And there's the Board of Examiners, and we'll click on this. Just to see what it says in Florida, I actually do a lot, of, and they got an error here. I do an awful lot of teaching down in Florida. So, uh, let's see, apply for a license. Let's just click on apply for a license. And let's close this. Let's look at the types. Okay, this shows you here, guys. So, I, it is true. They don't have the license. It's simply contractor's license in Florida. And they don't reciprocate. So, that kind of sucks so here you go terms here's all those ones that they were talking about specialty stuff and there's your contractor one let's click on contractor all right so there you go then there's all your requirements for the contractor register so they have to apply to be and you probably have to take an exam whether you're doing it regionally if you do it state let's see what you have to do here's your continuing education requirement got you all that uh, apply for licensure. Okay, so here you go. Certified electrical contractor. I want to get it. Oh, neat. Okay, so they have what's called certified. That means you can do work statewide, anywhere in Florida. Gotcha. Or I can do 
Did I say residential? Was that was that registered? I don't know. Anyway, here's registered, and registered licenses are limited to certain local jurisdictions. A registered license only allows you to work in the cities or counties where you have a contingency card. Well, there you go. Now, here's the examination. Pearson View does the exam, so there is an examination, obviously. And there you go for scheduling your electrical exam. So they're going to make you take an exam either or. You can go for the state one certified, or you can go for the registered if you're just doing it in certain localities. And if I click that right there, there you see, there they are. There's registered there, initial, qualified, transfer, all of your information's here. So to get back to the question, they don't do reciprocity, but, you know, there's your licensing information. So all of you that want that, Go to electricianschooledu.org, click Florida, and that's people ask me all the time, where do I go to find out what I got to do for a test? That seems to be top questions I get asked. Well, there you go. I'm giving you the two best websites you could ever share with anybody and look like a genius, okay? That's the ncecer.org. That's the one you go to to find out if it's reciprocity or not or get you more confused. And then you go to electricianschooledu.org. And that's where you get this stuff, okay? All right, let's go back to see what we've got. Hopefully that helps somebody out. I don't know if I said thank you or not. Mr. Good Vibration, thank you for the, the donation. Appreciate it. Dustin, wow, Paul Abernathy live. Mind blown. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate it, Dustin. You are doing amazing work, sir. The next generation will benefit tremendously. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Benjamin. Um, how, but how much did it cost the cord? Oh, you know, those cords cost over $100. Now, before you say, what? If I bring in one from China and it's a thin sheathing around it, it's going to be ripped. If you're on a job site, ripped cords have to be replaced. You can't tape them. If the attachment plug pulls away from the actual sheathing and exposes the individual conductors, OSHA comes out, you're going to be fine. you got to buy a new one. Statistically, if the ground pin breaks off, and it usually does break off for most people uh, very quickly, then what happens is that's trash, whereas their ground pin will not break. I literally tried to break the daggone thing, and it just will not break, and that's usually the big problem too. Of course, if you also, I know guys out there, and I know you might have it as well, you might have extension cords in your trucks that have no ground pin, and you're still walking around, and everything's good. Now, I serve on Code Making Panel 5. I'm going to tell you something. If you don't have that return path for a ground fault current, you're not going to clear an overcurrent device. I'm out there working on a job site, and you might be taking things for granted. How many of you have been on YouTube or been on LinkedIn and seen these pictures of people doing some funky stuff? And you're looking at it going, nobody can be that stupid. You might be great. But somebody might walk behind you and mess with the cord. And the last thing you want to take home with you is the fact that somebody got electrocuted or something happened because of broken ground pin. And so, again, it's that's some of the benefits. So the price wise, uh, Benjamin, it's they're they're over 100, about 120 bucks, uh, but they are heavy duty. They, They don't have voltage drop issues. They will last. And if you think about how many times you have to buy a cord. And I'm not, I don't want to be a salesman for them, but if you think of how many times you have to buy a cord, it pays for itself. You will buy one cord, and he will extend that warranty for, I think, it, nobody will have a warranty like his. I think he does three years on it, no matter what replacement, okay? Now, 
Um, let's see here. Trey, Ryan Jackson is a great teacher. He definitely is. Ryan Jackson, uh, Ryan Jackson is a great guy. Does a good job. Uh, Benjamin, in Texas, an electrician can renew all his electrical licenses with only one four-hour renewal class. The math is only 55. Yes. So I, I teach a continuing education class, or I guess I'm, I'm, I'm certified to, to teach it there in Texas. Uh, the problem is most people, I, I, did, I sent a flyer out, and I figured people would be interested to maybe attend one of my classes. So I, I sent a flyer out to about 1,000 electricians who were getting ready to renew their license, and I had only one person interested. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But what they ended up telling me, the guy that I was talking to about it, he ended up telling me was that they usually do it, companies go to events or they're in the union or ICC or, or, or whatever it is, and they all like to get together and do this together at, at an event. They go to the event, and that's where they get their credit anyway, and their company usually pays for it. They don't go to these individual ones. Again, um, I have different companies that have reached out to me and said, well, I come to your company and teach a continuing education class, and I will teach one to a company. But I have to have a minimum of 15 guys and gals to do it before I'll do it. Um, so, uh, But I will do it for at least 15. Um, let's see what else. Uh, but yes, some you can get it even cheaper. Oh, incidentally, anybody needs continuing education credits, you can go under our website, masterthenec.com, go under classes or courses, go down, and we have a partnership so that you can get your CEU credits online with our partner from At Home Prep. So there, we have a partnership with them. So you can get your continuing ed through our website. And again, that does support us, and I appreciate you. Uh, Missouri, uh, Mr. I'm just noticing Mr. Good Vibration. I don't think I did Missouri and you gave a donation. So we're going to make sure we do new Missouri right now for you. All right, Missouri. Uh, all Missouri electrical licenses are only valid in Missouri, including the electrical contractor's license. The Office of the Statewide Electrical Contractors plans to get reciprocity agreements with other states. They will post updates on their website when they have are available. Stingy little Missouri. So it does not have a statewide reciprocity agreement with anybody. But we're going to go look at their website and see if something's changed since they posted that. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if they've got any news about reciprocity. Come on, guys. Any news? Any news? Any news? Come on. You know, the problem with this is, again, and you, you guys can agree with me, is and some, you know, there's people that don't agree with me. I'm easy to be agreeable to non-agreeable. Is that um, it's all based on the National Electrical Code. The only reason these states have all these restrictions and different things like that is because they want to make sure they get their share of the pie, their share of the money. You know what I'm saying? And... The problem with that is I'm willing to give you the money. I just don't want to have to jump through the hoops of all the testing and stuff, even though I teach people for tests, okay? So I'm like cutting my own wrist there. But the reality is you guys work hard. And if I'm working my career in Texas and I just want to move to another state and I've studied electrical, what makes that state think that their license has got to be any different than my state when it comes to electricity? You know, electrons, new, uh, you know, protons, electrons, neutrons, Series, parallel, voltage drive. It's all the same. The electrons don't change when I cross the border. 
but they want to get their money, and I get it. But you know what? Why don't they every state do a reciprocity with every other state and this charge a special fee? How about that? What, how about this? If I told you that I would give you reciprocity with any state, but you had to pay a fee of $250 a year, you keep your keep your license in the state you're in, so you've got to have a you have to have a core license in the state you're in, and you can use it in any other state. And I know that's national licensure that people are working on. I think even NCCER is working on that. But think about that logic. I'm well. If I want to go from Texas to Montana, and we do something nationally, and I agree to pay, keep my license in Texas, keep paying it, but I go to Montana. And I'm willing to pay $250 annually if I'm going to work there. And then let that license go for three years. And after three years, I'm required to either get a license in Montana or I got to stop working it. I mean, work something out. Okay. Anyway, I don't see any waivers for anything. I don't see any changes. There's an, there's an FAF. Let's look at this. See if there's any reciprocity updates in here. Uh, let's see, see here. I'm just going to, I'm just looking around guys to see if we see any updates about reciprocity. Here we go. I'm a licensed in, oh, here you go. Let's see. I am licensed in another state or political subdivision outside of Missouri. Will I be able to get my license by reciprocity? The state does not include uh, language relating to license reciprocity. So they have not updated it folks at this time. Okay. Good to know. Right. Okay. So hopefully that answered that for you. Missouri uh, does not have reciprocity this time, but stay up. We'll keep track of it and see what they might have, Mr. Good Vibration. They don't have it. Uh, Let's see. Unknown one. I used to do uh, production lighting, and audio guys are notorious for just using a ground lift to get uh, use a ground lift to get rid of the EGC. Hmm. Troy Oliver, nothing to do with topic, but a former co-worker of mine was told to put a bushing on a box that had fiber optic already pulled. So he cut, so he cut the wire instead of the bushing and put it on. He just cut the wires. Uh, incidentally, um, did you know that manufacturers, I think even Bridgeport Fitting, now has a bushing that opens? So you know how we used to have the, the, the you actually had um, the bushings that would screw on prior, plastic, they're gray, whatever. Now they have them that they actually f- come apart and they're hinged. And so that's kind of like the goof bushing. We had the goof rings. We had the, uh, the um, uh, reduction washers. That's the kind of the goof oops. Too big of a knockout, knockout thing, and and then we had what's called a bonding wedge, which is the oops. I've already pulled the wire and I haven't bonded yet, so I go with the bonding wedge. Now we have the oops bushing. It's got the hinge, and you can wrap it around it, and there you go. Um, let's see, Troy. Oh yeah, there you go, uh, Benjamin. I use Jade Learning Online from California, a four-hour renewal class, and it's really good. But might use yours next time, uh, next year. I appreciate it, but Jade Jade does good stuff too. Um, I, they I, they had they actually came to one of my seminars one time about me possibly teaching for them, but they didn't like my style of teaching. Uh, they said I was too much. I think the quote was, "When I'm teaching, I'm so excited when I teach because I engage the audience. 
that I'm too much like a, an old Billy Mays. That was what they said. Somebody said it like a Billy Mays. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm so wired up. I just can't help it. I, I just can't help it. I love this trade. I, I, if you're going to sit in my class for four hours, much less eight, and there's guys that have taken my all-day seminars, you're going to be laughing. You're going to be crying. You're going to be joking. We're going to have a good time because you know what? You learn when you're relaxed. You don't learn when you're tense. I'm serious. I've been doing this way too many years. I have to put you at ease, okay? Um, so, um, I agree whether I'm in Antarctica or New, New York. Electricity will do the same thing. Absolutely. It's a bit colder in Antarctica, so I might have to use uh, XHHW-2 rather than THHN, THWN-2, because XHHW-2 goes down to minus 40, and THHN, THWN-2, thermoplastic only goes minus 10 to minus 14, so... Gotta worry about that, but that has nothing to do with licensing. Um, Randon, I feel it should be nationally because we follow the NEC. Absolutely, absolutely. I think as states just want the money, and I'm willing to give them the money. Just don't make me take the test. I skipped the question about New Jersey. Did I? I didn't do it intentional. I did not do it intentional. Let's go back and look at New Jersey. Okay, New Jersey. New Jersey is licensed regulated contractors and craft persons. Okay, so they have their license. New Jersey does not have reciprocal requirements with any other state. Okay, so that is a little bit contradictory, I think, to what was said about the Delaware. Um, Let's go check New Jersey here and see what we've got here. Now, New Jersey, they don't license the apprentices. Journeyman registration required to practice as a qualified journeyman requires 8,000 hours of practical experience and 576 hours of classroom instruction. That doesn't take long to to get that hours. That's just one good year. Uh, The contractors issued to firms or individuals must have at least five years of practical experience in electrical instruction. So you had to be a journeyman for at least five years. And installation and must pass the written examination. Uh, must also obtain a business permit from the uh, from the board if acting as an electrical contractor. Uh, let's go to their website real quick because I want to check about that Delaware thing. Let's see what's going on. Alert! Ooh, what happened? Oh, they have an alert. They've changed and amended some of their stuff here. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Bear with me, guys. I'm trying to see if they've got anything new here. Frequently asked questions. That's usually where you'll find most of the good stuff. How do I file a complaint against the electrical contractor? Don't do it. There you go. Does this is from their website now? New Jersey does New Jersey have reciprocity agreements with other states? No, New Jersey does not have a reciprocity agreement with other states. So um, I can't remember who told me they did on here. You might have something that they told you, or you might know, uh, and somebody in your office. I you know here's the thing. State and their people that work in their offices are notorious for making promises that they don't keep. 
I'm tempted to believe the website. You know what I'm saying? The website. Because the website says that New Jersey does not reciprocate with anybody. Now, Delaware might take the license because I can't remember which way you said it went. I don't know if you were in Delaware. and you, I think you said you're in New Jersey and Delaware might have accepted yours. Okay. Then they, they might in that, but not the other way. In uh, New Jersey does not reciprocate with anybody. Uh, and again, the um, that's okay, Ben. Your father-in-law, you know, hey, somebody could have told him something, you know. Um, uh, Desmond. Message was retracted. Are you cussing me out again? Uh, let's see here. Benjamin, are you sure Texas is three years? I've got that down to, te- to check myself. Um, is, and, you know, and Benjamin might be absolutely 100% right. Um, I've just never had anybody have to go that long and not pass the exam. So I've never had a reason to, to, to check that. Um, we can do that. Let's just do that while we're here. It's Texas. Here's Texas. All right, we hadn't done Texas anyway, so let's do Texas. Texas, uh, both electrical contractors and electrical craftspeople. Yes, we have quite a few. We have residential, wiremen, we have a bunch of them, okay? Oh, look, if you have an NCCER, Industrial Electrician's Written Assessment is now accepted by Texas and provides a journeyman industrial electrician license. And it only works in the industrial, and that is very limited license. Only do industrial. Couldn't do commercial, couldn't do residential, only industrial. Okay? And people like me, we work with the NEC, we have a hard time understanding what an industrial establishment is in the first place because, for example, you can't use individual conductors inside of a cable tray in 392.10 unless it's an industrial establishment. Well, I guess I'm going to have to go to the International Building Code to find out what an industrial establishment, or maybe my inspector and building official will get confused and won't enforce the fact that I'm using individual conductors in a cable tray where I'm not supposed to. Yes, I got a show coming up on that. You will be blown away to realize what we do in cable trays, and you might have thought you could do it, and it wasn't until the 2020 code that actually clarified what you could do. Stay tuned for that episode. I'm probably going to get a lot of thumbs down for that one. All right. So here, so we do have the licensing. Now, while local municipalities and counties may require a license or a fee to perform work, they cannot require an examination in addition to the state. That is interesting. So those that deal in Texas, for example, if you're an electrician in Texas, the state, the different municipalities can have their own licensing fee, but they can't make you take a test. You with me? There's only one state test. Uh, Another interesting thing is that the state might be on the 2017 code, but I could have, let's say, I'm just going to throw one out there. I could say uh, Odessa, Texas. That jurisdiction might be on the 2014 code. Yes, the state is on the 17, but that city is on the 14. So poor electricians that are wiring in that city got to meet the rules of 2014 until somebody gets hurt. And then the state steps in and the state's going to look at it and go, well, you didn't do it in accordance with the 2017 code. And you're going to look at him as the poor electrician and go, but I didn't have to. I just, they, all they had was 2014 code. Well, guess who's going to be in trouble? Not the, not the city because they got immunity. They're like, we can do what we want. The rules say that. The poor electrician's the one getting screwed because the state's on 2017, but he had to meet the guy's 2014 requirements for that jurisdiction. It's not fair. They all should have to go to the same as whatever the state is. But I'm, I'm get off that soapbox. 
All right, so let's see right here. Let's look at our reciprocity. Texas offers reciprocity for master electricians with Louisiana, uh, and it's equivalent to their state contractor's license. We already looked at that one earlier. And North Carolina, which is equivalent to their master's or unlimited. Okay, Now, that's the only ones for Texas for the master's. Journeyman's, we're going to be reciprocity with Arkansas, Idaho, Montana, Nebraska, we'll take New Mexico, we'll take Oklahoma, we'll take South Dakota, we'll take Wyoming. Okay, now let's look about this reciprocity information for the big old state of Texas. So this is, they do theirs pretty good. This is pretty cut and dry, right? These are the two right there that you do for, for is North Carolina and Louisiana. If you got a master's license in those states or unlimited Pop on over to Texas, you're good to go. If you're a journeyman in Alaska, Arkansas, Ohio, uh, Idaho, Iowa, and this might be more than what's listed on the other one. Let's check. Is Iowa on the other one? Uh, well, anyway, let's finish it first. So is any of these states right there, then I can get a reciprocity with Texas for the journeyman. Not a bad thing. Get you started anyway. Now, what are the requirements for Texas licensure through reciprocity? Okay. So let's assume that you're from Louisiana, you're from North Carolina, and you hold the license there. What are the requirements? The master electrician has to take in and pass the reciprocal state's examination. That's a no-brainer. So you have to have a test in Louisiana and test in North Carolina. Good. Held the license for at least one year. All right. Well, if you're a master, chances are you had to have it for at least a year anyway, so there you go. Here's the kicker. Have at least 12,000 hours under the supervision of a master electrician. So I can tell you right now in Texas, uh, you know what? I'm in the way. I forgot that, guys. I'm in the way. I'm going to tell you right now in Texas, you're going to need to prove it. You're going to have to give them a document that shows. Usually you can get some electrician, master electrician, or somebody you work for, whatever, to write a letter and get it notarized saying that that they supervised you for 12,000 hours. Nobody's going to check it, but, you know, they might make a call, but you're going to have to meet. So you got to meet all these. Now, to get that journeyman's reciprocity with Texas, again, you have to pass your states, whatever state you're in, those Alaska, uh, Arkansas, Idaho, Iowa, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Oklahoma, South Dakota, and Wyoming. How come North Dakota's not in there? Anyway, you have to, what do you have to do to get that reciprocal? You have to pass the test for your state. Okay, and it's got to be a state examination. Okay, next you have to held the license for at least one year as a journeyman. You have to have been a journeyman for one year in whatever state, in one of those states, and you got to have at least 8,000 hours. Okay, there you go. There you go. So, what do you do? Here's what it tells you to do. If you're a master, here's the form, here's the money. It's all you got to have that money. You need a copy of your state license of those uh, of North Carolina and Louis- of Louisiana, and you have to have a letter of good standing. So all you got to do is have somebody write you a letter that says that you put that amount of hours in and then that you've done the work. And the same thing for North Carolina. There you go. Okay. And here, that letter needs to also show that you passed the state exam. I would think a copy of your letter would be that. And here's a sample. They got even samples of a good standing letter. Now, journeyman, here it is. It tells you what you've got to do. This is pretty simple. Fill out the form, pay the money, and give them a copy of your license. Same thing with every one of these states. Boy, that's pretty easy. There you go.
Got to like that. All right, so that was Texas. All right, let me see if I'm catching up on anybody. And if I didn't answer one to your satisfaction, then tell me and I'll go look at it again. Uh, what do we got? William. Hi, Paul. I'm currently a union electrician in Texas. There you go. And soon to be moving to Michigan. I think I've read that Detroit's local IBW requires you to be a resident to become a member of the local. That might be true for the the local IBW. The thing about the IBW, a great organization, it's a, it's a it's a it's a pecking order. And so you can't go in there and then get a job when you might have other people sitting on what we what they call the bench and you take their spot. Um, so there there might be a requirement to be their resident or whatever because they would you know rather give it to residences. I am not 100% sure, but with that said, Let's look at Michigan and see what we've got here. Let's see what Michigan's general requirements are. Here's Michigan. Michigan has licensing for electricians. Good to know. In order to perform electrical wiring in Michigan, a person must be a licensed electrician or a registered electrical apprentice who, I guess, can work for a licensed electrician. Licensing is managed by this board, and there's your licensing guide. All right. Michigan does have Michigan does have any with any other state electrician. You know what? I just think that I'm gonna have to send an email to NCCR. They do a good job, but there's no way this is right. Michigan does have any reciprocal requirements with any other state for electricians. Um, electricians are only granted to uh, electrical licenses are only granted applicants who pass the electrical examination and payment licensing. So I guess they just have somebody who doesn't know how to put a proper sentence together. But it tells me right here that everybody that gets a license in the state of Michigan has to take an exam. Let's go look at their guide real quick. All right, so here's their guide. And let's see if it says anything in here from Michigan. Eligibility for licensing. There's their applications. Okay. The state of Michigan does not reciprocate with any other state or, or county for licensing. All right. In other words, they make you take the test. Now, you, as long as you got the hours, you got the time and meet all these rules, here's your journeyman. Here's what you got to have. Got to be at least 20. Can't have less than 8,000 hours. You got to be able to prove it. Uh, all of that types take and pass exam for the master. You got to be at least twenty-two. That don't seem well. Uh, you got to have at least twelve thousand hours, um, okay, and um, of experience over a period of not less than six years, okay. So you're gonna have to be. They're gonna require you to be in there six years. And the journeyman, you got to have eight thousand hours, and it's not less than four years in order to be able to make that time. Wow. Okay. But again, you see everything's here. This is a good resource for you guys. NCCER.org. That's what you want to write down if you're on our podcast and you're not watching it via the stream. And if you're on our podcasts, I do want to make an announcement. All of our podcasts, even the Electrician Live Saturday night show, which got a great show coming up, guys. We're going to have a lot of good debate. You can call in via our phone number, which is 214-945-0653, or you can use Skype. I want you to call in and join the debate. We have some great topics coming up. Also going to have some guest speakers again coming up. Uh, For all of you that know my buddy Dustin Stelzer down here in Texas, who has Electrician U, 
great young man. I, I love some of the stuff he's doing. I shouldn't say some of the stuff. I love all the stuff he's doing. He's going to be one of our co-hosts on one of these one of these evenings. I think it might be the February 1st show, but whatever, Dustin gets some free time. He's really busy traveling all over the place for Electrician U. So hopefully we're going to have him on here as well. So uh, that's what we got coming up in the future. Um... Uh, three tries in one year. I'll, I'll check that, double check it for Texas. But you know what? For all of you that do the fast tracks, you're not going to have a problem. Uh, Randon Brown. In Vermont, you have three tries to pass the journeyman's test. If you do not pass it, goes to the board, and they can make you take fourth year class over again. Okay. Now that sounds to me like that's the union. And see, that might be a little different. Because in many states, if you're in the union or you're taking an apprenticeship program, when you graduate the apprenticeship program, they actually, you get your journeyman's. Uh, so I don't know if they're testing for the master's and you fail the master's three times, they make you go and do the fourth year journeyman over again. I am not sure. Maybe I'll do some research and we'll have another show uh, on that topic. Um I will do a show, somebody was asking, I will do a show that's utilizing this resource uh, and uh, we'll, we'll go look at each state. We'll do another show in that. We'll look at the licensing specific requirements for each state uh, in order, like Nebraska, look at that. At least four years of experience or three years and complete a post high school course in electrical wiring. Some pretty unique ones there. So I'll have that as well coming up in the future. Um, I don't know. We didn't do Virginia. So here's Virginia. Make sure I'm make sure I'm on Virginia here. Let me let me move let me move me. There. Okay. So in Virginia, which I'm from, we we're called certified, okay? We certified electricians, and we have to have a certification. So Virginia has various degrees of reciprocity. So Alabama, if you have a Virginia license and you want to do work in Alabama, or if you're in, no, I guess it's if you're in Virginia and you're in it from Alabama and you want to do work in Virginia, then we have reciprocal agreement for contractor licenses and master electrician examination. So you can get a waiver on the examination to get your, uh, to, to get it. You still got to meet the hours, still got to meet the minimum requirements for Virginia, but you don't have to sit for the exam. That's okay. That's good. Um, and Virginia is not too bad on the number of hours. It's not too bad. Um, contractor's license, again, they have a, res- a reciprocity with Alabama for the contractor's license. Uh, in Virginia, you have to be a master electrician to be a contractor. Okay? So the beauty is if I'm getting a, uh, if I can waiver and not have to do the master's exam and I meet the requirements, then I'm also, if, if I want to become a contractor in Virginia, then I only have to be a master to be a contractor. So that will start you going, right? Um, so that's important for you folks from Alabama moving to Virginia. Um, if I'm already a contractor in, Virginia, in Alabama, then I'm going here and then I can get a reciprocal contractor's agreement and go straight into my contracting. Uh, Kentucky, reciprocal agreement for journeyman and a master license. Okay, so Kentucky will give you a reciprocal for both. A reciprocate. The reciprocal. <laughs> Louisiana, journeyman and masters. Good to know. North Carolina, reciprocal agreement for various levels of electricians, including master and journeyman license, as well as contractor business license. So there is an equal amount of representation 
between Virginia and North Carolina that will, and that's for the unlimited. I know the Masters will give you the unlimited in North Carolina and all that, so there you go. And then, of course, West Virginia, reciprocal agreement from Master Electrician License. Now, let's go look at the reciprocity agreement for Virginia. So here's their Virginia document, and you can get this right here it's from their website, but we get it through this link. And there you go. It tells you everything. Here's Maryland. I don't think Maryland was on that list. Here you go. Maryland. So Maryland license a Virginia Master Electrical Treatment License Examination Reciprocity. Okay? So you can forego the actual examination. There you go. If you get past the examination, that is reciprocity. I mean, you're, you, you, you get to not have to take the exam. And you, as long as you meet the hours requirements or the equivalent hours, then you're good. All right. Uh, let's see. There's the Maryland. There's North Carolina. There you go. So North Carolina Unlimited and Intermediate for Electrical Contractor. Okay. And Virginia Master Electrician Trading License and Class A and Class B Electrical Contractors Business License and Examination Reciprocity. So you get to skip the exam. Get your license. You might as well say you can get your license. If you can skip the exam... That's, you know, you still have to, again, you still have to meet the equivalent part of it. And they'll ask that on their application. Let's go back. All right. So we're back at the states. And you know what? And I'm going to look at another. See, what states? Do we got anybody here that wants another state that I haven't looked at? Uh, let's see here. Troy, I'm a fifth year IBW apprentice in Louisiana. Hello to all your brothers. Shout out to all of the union brothers as well as the non-union. We all just get along. Okay. That's my goodness of all of us getting along. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. Um, yep. Electrician Yui does some good stuff. Remember back when he had nobody, and he's a little different audience than me um, in a sense that my audience is code people or want to learn code, but we're branching out and doing other things with Electrician Live. But most people know Master the NEC, so it's pretty much driven to code oriented. But I'm bringing, he asked me if if we had a conversation, especially when I was creating the Academy and, uh, you know, and, and we've been doing this for quite a few years. So he reached out originally. We had a mutual friend and we were talking a little bit and what we found found out was he thought it'd be neat for me to give some advice of over 30 years and that, that people would appreciate that. I've probably worked in residential, commercial, industrial. I've done motor control work. Uh, me and my brother hit it hard for quite a few years there. And then I've had different companies of my own in Harrisonburg. So he thought telling some of those stories like about the work I had to do in a cadaver room or the story about the ground rods being cut in half as an inspector. But I've also been the engineer for the city of Richmond and head of electrical inspections for multiple cities. So I got all kinds of funky stories that I could tell. He thought that'd be interesting. Um, let's see. Good to hear Dustin's coming on. You two are top of my list. Appreciate that, Ben. You're uh, much more helpful in passing. Uh, well, in your exam, oh, that's because that's what I do. Uh, that's not really Dustin's thing. Well, he's getting really good at it. But it's like the MC video he did. Uh, you saw where I popped up in the video. If he's got a question, he'll consult with me. But he knows how to look in the code book, and he's getting pretty savvy. Definitely. He's a great guy, and I expect big things for him now. He's doing a lot of private videos for people. 
Uh, I think one of them is Rogers Electric, their training videos. And uh, he has a little studio. I'd love to do some videos where I'm showing you how to bend conduit and tubing and all this kind of stuff because I used to do it quite well. And I used to, you'll see some videos that I have out there about switches and, and receptacles that I did. But uh, I haven't really done any. I did a panel, how to do an inspection on a panel. But it's, you know, it's hard for me to do that stuff because I don't really. When I go to my customers, when I do get some electrical work and I decide to do some, I don't videotape it because I, I felt like I was disrespecting my customer by doing that. So I just don't do it. Um, so I don't really do it. But I don't have a studio to, to be able to do that stuff that he does. And he's a little bit far from me to run down there and do anything. Okay, so let's see. What other states have we not looked at that we might as well tackle while we're here? Um, let's look at Oregon. So Oregon offers a variety of journeyman license categories depending on the nature of the scope of the work being performed. So it tells me they have a bunch of different licensing classifications. They do have reciprocity agreements with Arkansas, Idaho, Maine, Montana, Utah, and West Virginia. Okay. They do have there. Now they have a the journeyman. Let's look at their journeyman requirement here. All right. So reciprocity for general journeyman. What is I say? $100 fee. It's not so bad. Description of the what here. Okay. So what does this get me if I'm a journeyman? Authorized to make any electrical installation under the supervision, direction, and control of a general supervising electrician, unless doing work that is required, unless doing work that requires the direction of a limited supervising electrician, or doing work requiring no supervision. Okay, so if I'm doing work under a certain scale of work that only requires it to be a limited supervisor, then I can, and I can do work where it requires no supervision at all, and I'm sure that's part of their 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 form, their their bylaws that tell you what you can do with that. Um, it only takes about a week, but here's some prerequisites that you've got to have in order to do this reciprocity. In order for you to do it, now this is what I was talking about, guys. So everybody's heard me talk about where I said you can you 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 see where it says one state requires something, and it says okay, we'll accept your license. And it's about in lieu of the exam. You've heard me say that, whereas you don't have to take the exam. And that's important because you're getting rid of the exam requirement. But remember when I keep saying about the the equivalent for whatever the state requires as far as the number of hours and whatnot? That's where it gets you. Okay, So yes, you got the equivalent or, or they will accept a waiver of the exam, but you still have to meet the requirements. Okay, That's what Texas was like. People coming into Texas... You know, you might they might have a reciprocity with another state, and but you still have to be equivalent. There's no way that they're going to allow you if your state only requires two thousand hours of, of training or on the job training, and Texas requires four thousand. Just because they have an agreement doesn't mean standard licensing standard or requirement. You, you get me? So again, the first step is seeing whether or not there's a reciprocity. A reciprocity. Oh God. Reciprocity. If they have it, then you got to look at here. What do you got to have? An equivalent or higher license from the reciprocal state that is current and active with no violations. Okay. 
in the past three years, you got to be qualified for the licensing exam in the reciprocal state, a reciprocal state through required work experience. Still got to have the time, folks. You have to have passed the licensing exam for the reciprocal state with a score of 75% or better. And so, okay. And here's the other kicker. Worked a minimum of six months, 1,000 hours under the license under the license from the reciprocal state, okay? So you have to work the minimum of 1,000 hours licensed under the state that you have your license in. And not failed the Oregon license examination for the license type you're reciprocating within the past two years. Wow. So if I'm from another state that I reciprocate with Oregon, Oregon, origami, and I come in there and I have taken it and I failed it and I leave, then I can't reciprocate with them even if I met all this stuff for two years because I failed the exam. Wow. Okay. And this tells you what document you need right there. You see, you're going to have to show history. All right. All good stuff. All right. That was Oregon. All right. Any other state that I did not cover, guys? Are we still live? Did uh, anybody leave me? Did we did we drop off? The stream looks good. Looks like everybody's still here. Now, I didn't cover every state, so let's let me go back here and let's look at uh, let's go to Ohio. Now, remember what I said earlier? Ohio does not license journeyman electricians. But it does require a mandatory state electrical license for contractors in commercial work. Oh, you know what? Maybe that is right. So I kept saying they don't have a master's. And they have a contractor's. They have a journeyman. I think, I think some of the localities in Ohio have journeymans. But if you want to do work on your own in Ohio, you're going to have to take and become a state electrical license. you got to take that. I had somebody go through my ultimate guide. Uh, Blake went through my ultimate guide, and he was working under somebody else's license, I believe, or he was working the local jurisdiction that did licensing. They wanted their piece of the pie. Um, and he was going for his contractor's license, his exam license. And it's all based on the NEC. Then there's a local book that they have, which the questions for that come right out of the book, and you can take the book into the exam. So, okay. Um, now, reciprocity. They have a reciprocity with Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and West Virginia. So here's your qualification process for Ohio. And you got to be 18 years of age. you got to meet all this, this good stuff in order to, to be able to get there able to do it and let's see they don't really say anything on this page about the reciprocity but since it's electrical contractors and that's all they do for their state then i'm pretty darn sure that when it comes to ohio that the reciprocity hold on folks i lost where was that there i'm pretty sure that this reciprocity right here is for the only thing they license for, and that is for state mandatory licensing contractor. So, if that's all you got to have, that's almost better than that is a master's. That is it. That's a if that's everything. Okay. 
So if you're a, uh, a contractor in another state, and then you can come in. If you're a contractor in one of these states, then you can walk right into Ohio and, and, and get a reciprocity for that. Okay? What else? What other state have I not talked about? California. Let's talk about California. Everybody, that's the thousand pound elephant in the room here. So California requires that anyone performing work be uh, licensed under a C10 license contractor uh, and be certified according to the standards established by the Division of Labor Standards uh, Enforcement. So there's your electrical certification program and hit look at their reciprocity. California has varying reciprocity agreements with Arizona, Nevada, and Utah. Remember we saw that earlier? Let's look at this list. This is this is a, a you know fairly easy to understand list. So if you're in Arizona and you want to work in California, and you're in a electrical and transmission lines, and you have an A17, that equates to what's called an A class code, and that is general engineering. Uh, what about electrical contracting? Electrical. If you have a C11, and you have a C11 in Arizona. And that equates to the C10. So there you go. It's a straight electrical reciprocity for Arizona and California. And then when you go down to other states, Louisiana, they don't have an electrical reciprocity. What about Nevada? Nevada, electrical signs they do. So if you're a sign, electrical signs, uh, C6B, then you can get a C45 in California. But it does not look like they have a straight electrical back and forth license. They have low voltage system. They got that. Don't see anything for, for that. So, again, poo-poo for that. Uh, what about Utah? If you've got an electrical license in Utah, let's see here. No. General building. Nope. They're not doing it for electrical for Utah. But you do get it for Arizona. There you go. What else have I not covered? Um, D.C. Okay, you said D.C. Let's see here. See if we can find a District of Columbia. Might not even be here. District of D.C. is kind of weird on how they do their licensing. I don't even see anything in here for D.C. I really don't. So with that said, let's go to our little trusted chart here and let's see if there's District of Columbia. Let's look at it here, guys. Apprentice, they do have a license. Yep, they got that. Journeyman's license. Yep, they got that. Got 8,000 hours. Yep. Master license. Yep, all licenses designated master. Okay, got to have that. Um, contractor's license, you got to be a master to do it, okay, but that's all. Now, let's go to their board real quick, because that is interesting. Let's see here, licensing must be submitted online through trades. So, I, oh, it was interesting how it was Pearson View there. And let's see what the, if they have anything on reciprocity. Electricians. Sometimes weeding through these websites can be quite difficult. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just to get to somewhere with these 
freaking places sometimes. As it, as it get, once you get into here, you're like, I don't know what that is. So let's you know. So what we got to do is search, and let's do. See what we get. Obviously, that was a sucky search. All right, well, I don't know. The easiest thing to do is use this resource to actually get the contact information for that state. Uh, the only other check I'll do is let's do this. Uh, electrician license reciprocity. In DC, sometimes folks, it's just an easy. It's just as easy as a Google search. Sometimes, here's a license guide. Let's see what this says. How to become an electric contractor in DC? Licensing requirements. Mm. Here we go. Washington DC license. Sometimes you gotta look a little bit, and then we can double we'll double dive and see here. Um, Okay, some states offer license reciprocity for electric contractors depending on the state you're moving to, blah, 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 blah. For instance, if you have an, uh, an electric license in Alaska and you want to work in Colorado, your license is recognized, blah, blah, blah. Didn't we ask about D.C.? Unfortunately, I hate when I see that word. Unfortunately, Washington, D.C. has no direct license reciprocity for any trades, including electricians, with any other state. That sucks. Hmm. Oh, but there's a however here. What does this say? However, the Occupational Professional Licensing Administration's OPLA does allow you to apply for... to. Transfer your license from your home state to Washington, D.C. via an endorsement or examination. You must complete the examination of the application and pay a non-refundable $65. If you're approved, they'll transfer your license. Hey, that's not so bad. If I'm going to go live in D.C. and I'm not going to be in Colorado anymore, then I'm like, who cares? So let's see here. Let's see what it says about transfer. Dude, we're learning something. I'm learning something today. That's sweet. So here's a form. I literally think people that email me that don't know all the stuff that we're going through, this will blow their mind because they didn't know that there's all these this resource to find all these things. Look at all these these links. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Reciprocity. Now you define here professional trades, industry trade. Right there. Let's click on that and see what it says. Wasn't I just here? I was just here, wasn't I? Okay. I'm okay there. Bear with me. Electrician licensing. I'm going to get there. This is an, a never-ending maze of what you have to do to get there. All right. So it sounds to me like, though, folks, that it is is if I have a license in another state and I want to give that license up, then I can give that license up. See? Anyone interested in applying for occupation of a license in here may visit any one of the following boards, commission program website below to submit an application, renewal, and access the documents and forms. So in this case, 
Um, I would guess that the one that we would need would be, I guess that was, yeah, was a trade one there. So there's that one. So when I get to that site, there has to be something about the, the form. It's got to be on here. So here's all these documents. So let's see here. Application instructions. Okay. Journeyman by waiver. Okay. Journeyman by exam. Master exam. Oh, okay. Wow. Really? 16 hours experience? <whistles> Yikes. Ooh, look. This tells you what you can tell. Oh, they're still doing it on 2011 code. That sucks. Come on. DC? No wonder nothing gets done in DC. No wonder we have gridlock. Anyway. All right, so that's your licensing requirements there. That didn't really tell us anything. We want to see if we can do it through. If there's anything in here about the waiver. Well, guys, the worst case scenario is I've given you a link to where at least you can reach out and contact because there's tons of numbers here. And they'll be able to answer your question but it looks like, you know, they buried it so freaking deep in here. So the question is, go back here, and it looks like Pearson View is the exam. Okay. It, okay. So here's the place location and everything and the exam they're on. And so, okay, so there you go. 2011 code. There's their licensing portal, and that's where we were before, and I think you could just reach out to them, contact us, and there'll be a form. I don't know where the form is, but at least we established that there is a form and that you can give up your license, and it's better than not knowing anything, folks. I can promise you that. It's better than not knowing, right? You with me? You feel me? Okay. So, wonderful. I did do D.C. They have no straight reciprocity. But you you are able to sacrifice your license by paying a fee. And as long as you're licensed in another state, I would think they probably will accept it. Okay? All right, guys. I don't know if I covered every state. I, I realized that I was just kind of jumping around. Let's let's let me do one a couple. Maybe a couple that are out there so that I might not have covered. Uh, let's see here. Let's do Oklahoma real quick. Oklahoma does require licensing for journeymen, and they have electrical contractors. So they don't have a master's. So they're journeymen, and then they have the electrical contractor, which is equivalent to a master's. Our Alaska, Arkansas. Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Texas, and Wyoming. And then their reciprocity rules or their guidelines are all right here. So there's your application for reciprocity for journeymen. It seems like they only do journeymen. So let's see here. And there's the state, and that's the journeyman. So they don't look like they don't do the contractor. Looks like they only do the journeyman license. Uh, let's see there. Please check your state term if there is a reciprocal journeyman's 
electrician license agreement between Oklahoma and Oklahoma and your state. So they don't do contractor. They just do journeymen's in Oklahoma. Okay? So they only do the journeymen's. And here's the other forms for Oklahoma. Wow, they must have going to be the hack me or something. Page not found. So I guess they just kind of move the pages. There you go. So there's the electrical industry forms. And there's where you retesting, renewal, let's see, continuing ed, CEUs. There's the reciprocal states. And for, for we'll just click it again to make sure that their links are working. Yep. So there you go. Only do a reciprocal on journeyman's. They don't do it on electrical contractors in Oklahoma. So, if you, but if you're coming to Oklahoma and you and you just want to get started and then put your time in to become an electrical contractor, then you can come from these states and you'll be good to go. I'm right here in Texas. I'm about right here. Let's, I'll go up here to gamble at the casino where they take all my money. Um, I never win. Illinois. This is an interesting one. Illinois does not have state electrical licenses. You, it's all done through local, okay? So it's the union too up there, and you're sleeping with the fishes if you're up there in Chicago. Um, reciprocity. Electrical contractors and craft professional licensing reciprocity agreements may exist on the local level, like in Chicago or somewhere, they might do it, but you're going to have to check the local authorities. And the good news is you've got some contact numbers here. Okay, You can call and check with these states. Call these numbers. So this is going to be important. So guys, if you do anything, remember nccer.org, and that's going to help you out. And if I bored you tonight with this show, I apologize. I didn't say it would be all, all wonderful, but, but I mean, I'm just trying to help you out. Okay, And I wanted to come on and be with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, Florida, we did Florida already. Uh, Clefson, uh, Florida, uh, just for you know, follow-up, because we already did Florida, uh, they don't have any reciprocity with anybody. They have, a reg- they have what's called a registered license, a registered state one, and then they have a statewide one, and you can take either or. Okay? The statewide one lets you do it throughout the state. Okay, that's certified. And then you got the registered, which is, is, is regionally for maybe a certain city like Broward County or, you know, thing like that. Um, so that's how they do theirs. And of course, you can get all their information from their website there as well. Okay? Hopefully that covered you. All right, so I pretty much, I don't know if there's any, any other states, anybody out there. I know we dropped down to 14 viewers at one time. I believe we're up to 30-some, but... Um, Hopefully, I haven't bored you to death. Um, I don't do these just to hear me talk. I like to think that I'm at least giving something back to the industry. Uh, that's why I do what I do. Uh, I've worked all day, and I came home just like you. And my wife, who is substantially older than me and is living on borrowed time. No, I didn't mean that, honey. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. She's out there watching a show that she loves called... Um, What's that thing? Oak Island. She loves this Oak Island. I'm trying to tell her there ain't nothing under that island. I'm just saying. If they hadn't found it, this thing, thing. But there are some weird crap under there. So there's got to be. Why would you put that crap under there if it wasn't something under there? But anyway, um, the point is I come from work and I do this because 
I'm hoping that I can help you, folk. I could have probably just given you the websites and you go look it up yourself. So I'm going to answer any questions now before we cut it, before I end it, because um, I'll go on and end it at 9. It's, it's 8.49. For those that are still remaining, if you have any additional questions, feel free to ask me. If you want to ask me a code question or something, feel free to do so. Um, Alabama. Uh, Eric, I don't think I did talk about Alabama. I don't remember talking about Alabama. So here's Alabama. Alabama, they license their journeymen's and they have masters. Good thing. Two license classifications. Not like Texas. It's got about eight of them. Um, Alabama has reciprocity with Georgia. I don't think we did Georgia either. Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. Whoop, whoop. Virginia. I'm always going to be a Virginia boy. I'm in Texas now. You can tell by the flags, but I'm always going to be a Virginia boy. Let's look at their licensing requirement again for Alabama. So here you go. Here's your licenses and forms, applications, reciprocity or reciprocal licensing. Look at that. There's the application. There's you got to have what's called a verification of licensure. It means they want to have a copy of your license and all that. And then here's reciprocal state contact information. So I'll click on that, see what that is. There you go. Oh, look. They give you every state to get the information that you need from that state. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty nice of them. So got all that on here. Here's your request for verification of licensure. See this form? You have to name applying for license that passed the exam in whatever state you're coming from. Uh, company name, verification. Here's kind of the stuff that's on it, guys, in case you want to know. Here, you got to put your name, what class you held, when it was issued, when it says expired, what license status it is. Do you have any restrictions on your license? Uh, for example, in Texas, we have restrictions. So residential wiremen cannot do the same thing as a journeyman, believe it or not. Masters are the top of the, you know, the very top. And actually, in the state of Texas, a master electrician can design systems the same as an electrical engineer. There's no difference in the state of Texas as far as the state's concerned when it comes to design, believe it or not. Um, Might be scary to have some electricians, you know, no offense, guys, but I'm not sure I want to have somebody design a high-rise and all that stuff. Kind of takes a little experience, although I've seen some engineers that could... I know some electricians that would probably do it better, so anyway... Anyway, so all this stuff here, do you have any complaints against you? Sign it and all that, and that's your form. You submit that form, uh, and there you go. Beautiful. Good old Alabama. All right, so that was Alabama. Oh, and so I didn't say I didn't I said I didn't do Georgia. So let's do Georgia really quickly. So Georgia has no state journeyman license licensing requirement. Now I'm gonna verify this. Watch this, guys. Remember what we've been doing? This is that other one that we utilize, and that is the the one from electricianschooledu.org. I'm going to check Georgia and see and see what they say. There you go. No license needed if you're employed by electrical contractors. So they only license their electrical contractors. And they only, check this out, the examination is required and licensure is issued to a person not the firm that's interesting so you're the master you're the, you're you're the license holder you're the you're the contractor it's you so they they they're going to tie it to you okay and then anybody can work for you you could have basically in Texas you you got to be an apprentice license you have a license you got to be a journeyman to work with a master 
I guess in Georgia, as long as you're the electrical contractor, you can hire anybody you want to work for you. <laughs> mm, I won't. I won't comment on that. I will just leave that one alone. Uh, South Carolina. South Carolina regulates. To make sure I'm still on South Carolina. Yep. South Carolina regulates the licensing of electrical contractors. Okay, but there is no state required licensing for journeymen. Craft licensing is at the discretion of the local units and municipalities. So all throughout South Carolina, you could come up onto um, Columbus, South Carolina, and they could say our local jurisdiction requires you to, to get a license locally. Okay? But they don't statewide. Okay? And here's the Municipal Association's trade certification. Okay? So here's, so here's the reciprocity they have. For the contractor's license. Because they do have that. It's the journeyman's they don't, but they have a statewide contractor's license. Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina. Uh, check this out. Reading, Pennsylvania in the city. So that tells me that Reading, Pennsylvania has their own licensing requirement. Just in Reading, Pennsylvania. Tennessee, Texas, and Utah. All right. And so... South Carolina Contractors Licensing Board licensed by waiver. So this is kind of explains these states. And look at that. It didn't work. So now it's taking us all the way over to this thing. And I don't even know what this. I'd probably have to sort through all this and try to find it. See, they don't make this stuff easy, folks. Okay. And let's see here. Mm, might as well go to occupation. That that link don't even work. Wow. Okay. Let's try electrician. How to apply for a license. Mm, there you go. There's a bunch of information. I'm sure I'd find it there. How to apply for a license. Let's go there. Examination. There's the bulletin, PSI. That'll pretty much tell you everything you need to prepare for an exam. The exam. Uh, let's see here. Here you go. Apply for a waiver. Boy, it took a little work, folks, but we found it. So we're South Carolina. So They'll take electrical for Alabama, and this is for contracting. And here's Georgia. They'll take the Georgia unrestricted, okay? They'll give you a South Carolina of electrical for it, okay? In Louisiana, if you're in, if you're in South Carolina and you happen to have a Louisiana license, they'll give you anything for electrical? Nope. Mississippi, there you go. Electrical for Mississippi equivalent. There's a North Carolina. So immediate, intermediate, and unlimited license in North Carolina equals a South Carolina electrical license. Okay? And that is, you know, that is the, the top license. So you don't really need to worry about this. So if you have either one of those, then you can go to South Carolina and get your license and go right into business. Ohio electrical. Um there, let's see here, Texas Master is equivalent to their South Carolina Electrical. There you go. Here's Utah. And now here's the one that's, like they said, it's 
but this looks like this is just plumbing and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Best I can do for you folks with that one. <laughs> all right. Let me get back to where I was and if there's another state. So anyway, before we end up this, and if you got any questions, I'll answer them. But before we end it up, I want to make sure that, that all of these are available at nccer.org. Okay. And if you want to look at the state licensing requirements, then go to electricianschooledu.org. But again, don't take this for a grain of salt. Be sure, or do take it for a grain of salt, be sure you click on the state link in each one of these to double check because sometimes people don't update stuff like they should. For example, if I go to South Carolina to double check, here you see apprentices aren't licensed. Yep, journeymen's are licensed at a local level. Okay, Contractor license must be licensed, and that's where the reciprocals are. And you must be licensed if we're working on jobs 17,500 more and must pass a written exam. Whoa. I'm going to leave this one alone, folks, because if I'm there's a lot of jobs that I can do for under $17,500. Hmm. I'm going to leave that one alone. All right, guys. Any others? Anybody have any questions? Anything that you want to ask before we? Uh, I think I covered every every. I think I covered every state. Uh, Oregon, Nevada, I covered Utah, Wyoming. Did I cover Idaho? Idaho. Idaho licenses contractors and journeymen. So you can either be the electrical contractor, that's equivalent to the master, or you can be the journeyman. All right. And they do have, there's the journeyman's licensing, and they do have reciprocity agreements with the following states. Colorado, Maine, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming. But we have to look at their reciprocal agreement in Idaho. And there you go. You get to see it. So licenses that Idaho will reciprocate with. You must have tested for the current license and held it for one year and show proof of four years of schooling and on-the-job training. Again, again, remember what we said? you got to show the proof. But if you have an Idaho license, you can get a journeyman in Colorado. You can get a journeyman in North Dakota. I can become a journeyman in Maine, a, a swap for swap. Journeyman in Oregon. Journeyman in Texas. Journeyman and a master in Utah, either one. Wyoming, journeyman or master. New Mexico, just a journeyman swap. And then, of course, New Hampshire, a journeyman. And Nebraska, a journeyman. Uh, and, of course, there's a plumbers, and we don't care about them. I don't. I mean that with the tongue-in-cheek. I do care about my plumbers. All right. Any other states that we haven't covered, folks? And I just kind of give you. So before I wrap it up, because I'm, this is probably going to also broadcast for people to watch later, I want to mention that we have stickers, these big stickers. They're available on electricianpride.com. We also have T-shirts. Uh, but as I said at the beginning of the show, for everybody that donated money during the show, a little donation to us, as we do further live shows, uh, we do it, the donations are going to go to actually pay for the shipping to send the stickers. So we're going to have little two-inch stickers that go great on the um, hard hats. We're going to have, you're going to get one that has the, the, the code mafia, 
People love that one. The Code Mafia. Uh, oh, you know what? Let me. You want to? Um, I wonder if I have the ability. To, I don't actually. I don't have the ability to show you that. Yeah, I do. Hold on. I want to show you what we're we're gonna we're gonna be giving you uh, for those. Is if you go to, let's go to my website real quick. I just want to show you. Just so you see what we're going to do with the stickers, all of this stuff is available on mugs and all this kind of other stuff. For and I'm not, you know, I don't want it to sound like I'm doing a commercial here, but I'm actually showing you what we're going to give away. Uh, is see these designs here? We're not going to do all the, you know, all of these, but we're going to do stickers for the podcast, and we're going to do the Skull Mafia, and we're going to do the Wizard, and then we're going to do the one for the Electrician Brotherhood. Okay. Uh, those are the ones that we're going to do. And so what you're going to get is, or we might do f- at least five, because what I want to do is I want to send you five stickers. Uh, and you can do whatever you want with them to help promote us. Uh, the big one is the podcast. If you want the big ones like this to put on toolboxes or laptops or whatever, uh, they're available for sale. You can go to electricianlive.com, click store, and you click right here, and you can get them if you want. T-shirts, everything. Uh, all that helps promote the show and, and supports us here. Um, and there's some of the shirts, you know, we have the little uh, phone cases and all that kind of good stuff. Anyway, these are what we're going to do with the stickers. That's what they're going to they're going to look like. Uh, and the stickers are going to be about the two inch sticker. Uh, but all of the donations that, that come to our future live shows in the Saturday night show that you have that donate button. We're going to put that in a pot and that's going to cover the shipping that we have to do for all of the people that we send these stickers. So how do you get the stickers? You send us an email, and only the 13 of you that remained in here, unless you were at the beginning, are going to get this, and I'm going to type my email address so that no, there is no confusion. And those that did the other night, you're going to get yours in the mail. Um, there might be a little delay because I'm, I'm still waiting on the skull stickers to come here. Um, I don't know why they took longer. But anyway, that's our, our email address is info at masterthenec.com. All you got to do is send us an email and say, I want my stickers. Say, hey, Paul, I want my stickers, and I'll send you stickers, okay? So anyway, that's all I got, guys. Um, hopefully, I've shed some light on the reciprocity. Remember, in some states, it's like for like. Other states, it's not. Some states, they will do like for like, but you still have to meet at least the minimum threshold of the requirements for education in that state that they reciprocate with. All those little things, okay? If you're in PA, you can't use that anywhere except for that one Reading, Pennsylvania, which worked wherever that was. I can't remember. So, you know, it allows you to to do all that. So hopefully you guys got something out of that, and uh, it helped you out when it comes to licensing if i have any other questions i'll i'll end up just tapping out for the night and i appreciate y'all and again subscribe to our our youtube channel so you get notification uh and go over and and get into our facebook page and that's where you'll see me post a lot of updates and some different things uh that i'll share with you okay uh at the last minute if there's any state that i left out uh oh real quick maybe what i will do for you is type the addresses in here for those websites so the in in so let's go let me go back real quick and see what those are in, in fact i can't cut and paste it ncer.org so i'll do that ncer.org is the one that you can get 
this information. And then the other one is electricianschooledu.org. I'll type that one in here. Electricianschooledu.org are great websites for that. And the other one that I wanted to give you was PSI exams. I think it's .com. Let me double check that before I give you some link and end up being some porn site or something. Hold on. Uh, Let's see. PSIexams.com. Yes, that is it. And this is a great one, too, because you can go on here as well. For those that aren't aware, let me show you. Let me show you in the browser. You can go to PSI exams. Let me post that in there. If I go to PSI exams, all right, and you're wondering, is that the state that I'm doing my licensing in? And what do I need to have for a license? We'll do this in another show, right? But here's where you go. Professional associations right there. And when I click on that, I select this. And then I come down here and I go to the state licensing. So I got to find it here. Where is it? Professional licensing. Oh, wait a minute. Scrap that. I did something wrong. Hold on. It's actually right here. I'm sorry. Government and state licensing. So here's where you see all the states that have their licensing. Check it out. It pretty much is most of the states, guys. So when you want to learn about what's required on an exam, what you can take in and what you can take out of an exam, go to PSIexams.com, and here you go. For example, Alabama. I click on Alabama, and then you can look and see if they do the state of Alabama's exam. They don't. So since they don't, you have to go to that state, okay? And you can use the other resources that I did with you. Like if this was the case, Alabama, then I would go over here to this resource, right? And I would click Alabama. And in Alabama, I click the Alabama Electrical Licensing Board. You see how that works? And here's where I get all the information about the licensing board. So that's how you need all of these. That's why I'm sharing them all with you so that you can simply use them all together, right? Okay. Uh, Doug, which state does everyone think they're hard? Again, I say they're they're all hard, but if you learn the, if you learn the National Electrical Code, they're not hard. Uh, but uh, hard might be the allow the time they allow you and things like that. North Carolina is a pretty tough exam. Uh, Texas, believe it or not, it's a pretty tough exam um, because it's two part exam. Um, I like to tell people in my classes, stop thinking the hardness and simply focus on the fact that. As long as I learn the National Electrical Code inside and out, that it doesn't matter which which state it is. I know that's kind of corny, but that's the way I try to approach it with my students. Um, so, um, what was that? Oregon. Yes, we did Oregon. Uh, rather than have to make you go back and watch it again, here is Oregon. They have a variety of journeyman license categories, and they do have reciprocity agreements in Arkansas. Idaho, Miami, Montana, Utah, and West Virginia. And then if you click on this little link down here, you actually will get and show you the reciprocity requirements. There's the reciprocity for general. Okay. And this is what we're, this is the only one that they offer. So I click on that for reciprocity. And here's where it gives you the guidelines, what you have to meet and everything here and all that. So, and there, that's your application that you would submit, okay? But they do have reciprocity for their for their journeyman license, okay? I hope that answered your question. 
uh, TI. So all of those on the screen, you can reciprocity. But just remember, even though it's reciprocity, they still might require you to, to show proof of experience, proof of education, proof of hours, all that kind of stuff. But at least it is a reciprocity. So that's a that's a start, right? Okay. And I think I covered most all these states. I don't know any that I've missed. Oh, Hawaii? Hey, all of us want to leave and go to Hawaii to work. Cost a fortune to live there, but let's see here. So what is Hawaii? Oh, that's Alaska. <laughs> oh, yeah, Hawaii's not that big. Um, Hawaii offers a journeyman master electrician exam and certification. All right. Reciprocity. Uh, Hawaii has an out-of-state license verification process, but it does not appear to have a standard reciprocity agreement with any other state. Okay, so if I click on that link for them to go to their website right here, and let's see if they say anything about reciprocity. They say they want the verification, license verification, and experience verification for an electrician. Um... Doesn't appear to, that they have any reciprocity rules here. So let's look at the let's look at the thing for uh, let's look at requirements for experience. Let's look. Okay, here's the application for experience. So this is the kind of stuff you'd have to fill out. Who your supervisor was. Employer's legal name, when you started, when you were terminated, the length of employment, hours. Uh, does the applicant perform work in compliance with the code? Yeah. Um, wow. To do this, you're, 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 you'd have to, uh, if you're to, compl- to be completed by the supervisor or employer of the applicant or applicant is self-employed. Okay, so you have to fill in this thing if you were a contractor and you were self-employed. And you got to get it notarized so you can't lie on it. (laughs) So anyway, it doesn't look like they have any reciprocity allowances there. So uh, you're going to have to test. So that's Hawaii. No, it doesn't look like they have anything. Nope. All right, guys, anything else? I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. I've spent two hours and forty nine minutes on this one. I'll get another long one. So I want to thank you all for coming. Uh, let's give a thank you all for chiming in. Those that uh, those that gave donations, I appreciate you. Appreciate all of you. Um, again, if you want to get stickers, you've probably seen them. Our, our wild stickers. Uh, then um, just send us that email. Uh, if you want the shirt or mugs or phone case or whatever the stuff we have, visit our electricianlive.com, click on the store, or to go to electricianpride.com. I don't want to sound like a commercial, but it all helps. Um, if you're studying for an exam, Fast Tracks is without a doubt the most advanced exam prep course ever. And I can guarantee you it. I know it because I've worked with other ones. There isn't any like it. So anyway, that's it, folks. Till next time, I appreciate all of you. Thank you all for coming.